Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Oh, hey, Internet. It is the Intoxicated Podcast five-year anniversary episode. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, and this is going to be a super quick intro on this episode because as you can see, it is a long one, but it is a celebration of five years of podcasting on Intoxicated Podcast. And for this episode, I decided to be the guest on my own podcast. But of course, I couldn't just be a guest on my own show. I You need a host for a podcast. The host of this episode is actually returning guest and comedian Dan Hendrickson. Dan was the perfect person for this assignment. He truly nailed it. You can expect to hear trivia on Intoxicated, questions about podcasting, the whole journey. We played a very special video on this episode. And of course, we got into the segments of the show just like how we always do, except this time it's me answering the questions. And this was so much fun. Also, to make it even more of a party, of course, producer Sarah was here and also Claire Belfort. So they were able to chime in and join the conversation as well, which was awesome. So before I get to the episode, I do just want to say thank you to you, whoever's listening to this right now, the listeners. Anyone who's listened to the podcast or watched it on YouTube over these five years, thank you so much. I am truly so proud of this podcast and I'm just excited for the future. So again, just thank you so much. So in honor of Intoxicated's five-year anniversary, I would just love it if you guys could leave me an Apple podcast rating or review because that is the thing that really helps out podcasts. In addition to, of course, subscribing and spreading the word and encouraging people to subscribe. Both of these things are just great ways to help grow the show, to help it get on the charts. So please do that. If you do enjoy the podcast, it will be your anniversary gift to me. Or it could be an early birthday gift because I am turning 35 in one week. So there you go. It can be an anniversary birthday present to me. If you leave intoxicated, a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And an update for everybody, Intoxicated will be returning to weekly episodes officially. We're back. We're back weekly. I'm very excited. I can't wait to be back into the regular swing of things. Also, remember to follow the podcast on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. Tons of stuff on the YouTube channel. It's just insane. Remember, we're always taking voicemails. So if you have questions, rants, stories, life delights, really anything, you can send those in to me and we will either feature them on an episode or in an intro. So there you go. You can get on the podcast. Thank you so much for an amazing five years and I can't wait for more. Please enjoy this week's episode hosted by Dan Hendrickson with special appearances by Claire Belford and Sarah Nicole 
and your guest for this episode, me, Sarah McClellan. Hello, and welcome to the five-year anniversary of the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Hendrickson. My guest this week is the host of the Intoxicated Podcast, Sarah McClellan. Sarah McClellan, everyone. Baby claps. Golf claps. Very exciting time. This is the most narcissistic thing I've ever done in my life. Is it? Being a guest on my own podcast. You think this is, or do you think it's five years of having a podcast while you primarily talk? That's, I mean, that's true. Either one. I couldn't think of a better idea. This is a great idea. Mm-hmm. And guess who stepped up to the plate? It's old handsome Dan. You were the only comic who stepped, stepped up to the plate. Oh, is there other people <laughs> who stepped up? Okay. Yeah, they were Let's comics. not start with negativity. <laughs> Anybody could have done it. Uh, but now I'm here and I'm very excited because I love this podcast. Yay! And I am just tickled pink to help celebrate five years. So here's what we're going to do. Oh my gosh, what's I have some questions. I have some. We're going to play a game at one point. (gasps) Oh my God. And we have a video. Oh my God. I don't know what to do first. It's not the video. Uh, uh, Co host with me right now, Sarah. Do you you know what the vibe of the video is? Is that something we can do? Um, You should save it. Okay, I'm going to save it, (laughs) but it's loaded, right? I'm not going to get worried about it. Um, how are you we'll playing? We'll figure it out. We'll figure, it, figure out. it out. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. Tech wise, how are you playing it? Um, from one of your screens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is okay. that cool? Uh, there's yes, we can figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Well, Is it hey, like on YouTube or something? Mm-mm. It's on. It can be on Facebook Messenger. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Great. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> First man burp. <laughs> oh my God. This is great. Finally, a white man hosting a podcast. <laughs> this is big. You've made it huge already. I feel like this is a test run for when you do your own podcast. Whenever that might be. Slandatory. But you, but you should... A word I just made up last week You should have your own drunk. podcast. What? I should. You're the perfect personality type to have a podcast. Let's... Listen, I appreciate that compliment, but this show isn't about me. Okay? That's true. This You're is the a guest. goddamn Talk podcast, me. and you are the guest. Yeah. No questions for me. I'm not allowed to ask any questions. We're here. These are my opening statements. I genuinely would like to thank you for doing all the hard work you have. Aww. I fucking love this podcast. Aww. And I think it's a real fucking treat in Halifax to have it. Yay! You know? yeah. Thank you, a Dan. A lot of people love this show. And it's a lot of people get to be on this show because there's fucking 223 episodes. So yeah. pretty, that's half of the population of Halifax. Truly. And I think it's real special that we get to come here it's in a, a safe place and do podcasts and mm-hmm. have fun. Learn about weirdos. So thank you. I <laughs> no, want to say that off pleasure. the top. Right. Now, how do you feel after five years of doing this bullshit? So I feel like before I relaunched, I was exhausted. Relaunch is the beginning of season two. Is that what That's we're talking right. about? 200 that and up. was wild. And I will tell you, as a fan of yours, I did not think it was going to work. <laughs> really? I genuinely thought, this is it. It's done. And I... <laughs> 
you think it was di- it's different enough? Like it definitely is. Like to be considered like a reintroduction. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just having it's the segments alone. Wait. Uh, yeah. It, there's way more structure and there's like way more production quality to it. It's a game changer. Mm. Yeah. For sure. It's a whole different piece. Very proud of you. But I will tell you, at the end, I was like, I don't, I can't imagine how much work that was. Like, I saw how much work Andrew Vaughn did for the Boys Club, and I was like, I don't want any that, of that shit. That's no video, and that's no video. So, like, when, like, I thought you were quitting then. I was like, it's probably for the best. But no, Mama's back. So hard. I consider this era of intox. I'm gonna just throw some Taylor Swift. Let's do it. Uh, Is this the red metaphors? Album? No. Okay. So this relaunch, I would consider this. The Reputation Era. Oh shit! Because, as you know, Taylor Swift took a break after Red because of all the Kanye stuff, and she disappeared for a bit, and she came back with Reputation. It was new. It was different. It was still Taylor. Yeah. But it was it was different, and it was polarizing. And the other reason I consider it that is it was not. Uh, she didn't win a Grammy for for Reputation. Devastating. Uh, but she had this attitude of, I'll just make a better album. And I consider that intoxicated. Like, if it doesn't work, just redo it or do something different or just come back with, like, a new kind of idea. Yeah. So that's kind of how I see this. I don't understand anything about Taylor Swift. I think she's very pretty and I like all of her songs. But... I think I get the metaphor for the yeah. most part. She she did something different, and it, it it was something people either love or hate. That Kanye thing was like a big deal. Yes. All right, I can see how it would be traumatizing because it, it was a leaked conversation. Oh, what do you mean a leaked conversation? Like, um, so essentially, Kanye and Taylor Swift were on the phone. And Why are they talking on the phone? <laughs> he was recording the conversation. Uh, she was on speakerphone, and he was like, "I have this song. It's called Famous." And in it, I reference you. And I say, I made that. He didn't say bitch, I, I think, in the conversation. I made her famous or I made I made Taylor famous yeah. because of the controversy with the interrupting her. Yeah. Uh, and Taylor goes, oh, I love it. You can totally because he was essentially asking her for, for permission. Yeah. And she agreed on it's on tape, her agreeing. Yeah. And then when the song came out, he added the word bitch. Yeah. And Taylor got pissed, and then people got pissed at Taylor because they were like, you're a traitor, you approved it. Yeah. And her reputation went down. What was the single off reputation? Just give me a state of mind here. Look uh, what you made me do. Okay. That's what you know what? It's the dark, sparkly. When you said it, I'm like, I think it's it's this one, (laughs) the one with the snakes. All right. I get it. But look who's on top now. Taylor. Well, she's unbeatable. Something terrible is going to happen at the end of this Kanye story. I guarantee it. Oh, I mean, he's off the rails right now. Yeah, he's going to lose his mind. Heard he already has. It's, I think, yeah, he he's always been off the rails. Yeah, but he he's seems mentally ill, man. He can't help it. Yeah, I know. He's definitely mentally ill, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like he wished somebody was close to him that loved him enough would help him out. That's how I feel about Bernie Spears too. Yeah. True. Also quite unhinged she's, and... She's skinny as a needle. Apparently pregnant. Is she? Apparently. What? All right. Did you not That's see fine. the fucking... Uh, there's, her Instagram alone, you could just get lost in it it's with wild. like subliminal messaging. Yeah. You mean subliminal messaging. That <laughs> <laughs> word subliminal. You mean subliminal. She posted of her holding her stomach with a harpy plant over it. What's a harpy plant? Like a... <laughs> 
I just talk too fast. A heartbeat plane over. Oh, it. heartbeat plane. Like a plane over the the video. Like it was in the background. It was like background oh. music. Oh, it was a heartbeat. I think you meant harpy, like the Irish <laughs> mythical beast. Yeah, that seems pretty. Yeah, yeah harpy's like a, a weird mermaid, I think, from Ireland. So apparently she, well, I mean, this is what fans think. She might be inadvertently saying that she's pregnant. Because when she was freed, she came out saying, I want to have babies. I want to get married and have babies. Right, and she's already engaged. Part of her conservatorship was like she had to be on birth control, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. And That's she was forced wild. to do therapy, the poor thing. She has babies. She has like multiple babies. I thought she had like she two never with Kevin talks about anymore. She never talks with them anymore. Well, and they're not babies anymore. Yeah, they'd be. Oh, right. They'd right be like now. fifteen or sixteen. They're right? like up they'd there. Be, yeah, they'd be kind of doing their own thing. They probably don't want to be hanging out with Britney Spears just, anymore. I don't necessarily. She just got a puppy and a kitten. I'm like, just stick with that for a bit, Brit. Brit. It's Maybe good that you feel confident in your own life to be giving mental health advice. <laughs> No, that's not a slam, but you're like, hey, I'm doing better than, I'm doing better than Britney Spears. Oh, I love All it. Right? It's true, though. I feel like I am the type of person who gives a lot of advice. Well, you meditate now and, in the mornings. And it doesn't always... I did it once. I did you a did five it one minute. Time. Sam Harris. Did, oh, Sam Harris? Waking up. Wait, did you do that one that Nikki Glazer's like, you gotta do this one? I, I did. It's like, you have to do an introductory course before you can, like go through all these other specific ones. Did you get it for free? Um, I'm on a free trial right oh, now. Because I heard of you email and you're like, I want it for free, he'll give it and to you And I will free. be doing that. <laughs> Dope, I love it. <laughs> I think it's like 100 bucks a year or something. That's which isn't bad. too bad, but I don't have 100 bucks. Yeah, I mean, Amazon Prime's like 90 or something like that and that ain't worth it no more. I think it's totally worth it. All right, fine. Do you order from Prime a lot? Used to. Why not anymore? Oh, just because Amazon's evil? Uh, yeah, Amazon's evil. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, my partner is, uh, also anti-Amazon. Ah. So, like, then it's like a gut check. So. Because I'll have moments where I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm just going to order it real quick. Uh, but then I know if that package shows up, then there's going to be like, oh, you're, you're feeding the fucking idiot. It never happened. I just it, don't it order from Amazon. It, it never happened, but <laughs> it could. I will say that, yeah, everyone should make an attempt to avoid it if they can. For content creation and podcasting, if there's like a weird dongle or oh, something yeah. that I, or an adapter that I need, I can guarantee you Walmart won't have it. Yeah. Source won't have it. Maybe Best Buy. But maybe Best Buy is what we've maybe, learned. Maybe, but I doubt it. Like yeah. they just have specific things for like a good price on there that you can have. An, like if, if I, we were doing this podcast and it was missing a cord or something. Yeah. I could have it to me in like three days. I love Amazon for that. I don't understand people who are like, I'll get my toilet paper off yeah, Amazon. Yeah, that's a bit lazy. And I'll get my peanuts off Amazon. It's like, why are you doing that? Ooh, There's peanuts. so many different options. They do have great deals on peanuts, though. And fruit snacks. Really? Yeah. Which ones? So I'm really interested. <laughs> I'm big on fruit snacks right now because Me too. I got into chewable gummies, vitamins. Oh, they're the shit. They're fucking dope. I've never taken more vitamins in my life. I wonder if they life. work. Like they're well, almost don't, too I don't care. <laughs> You're like, I'm doing my thing. I know. Um, I'm Every into the, night the I take Mott's, an edible. Mott's fruit yeah. stations, I think, are the best fruit snack. And how many bags are you putting back a day? Oh, buddy. Is it high? Yeah. I feel like I'd be high. I bought a, like a giant Costco pack of Rice Krispies, like 90 of them. I'll eat four or five Rice Krispies a day. I fucking love it's, them. They're 90 calories and they're 
perfect. They're the amount of food that every time you're like, I could use a little snack. They're that much food. We're like, I don't need no snack. No more. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Rice yeah. Krispies like the cereal? No, no, no. Rice Krispies squares. Rice Krispies squares. Oh, the, the marshmallow. Way delicious. I'm not like, loose how, throwing how Rice Krispies in my face here. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> All right, just checking. They got marshmallow glue to them, boo. Oh, I fucking oh. love a Rice Krispies square. They're fantastic. Homemade ones? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, Dan, you gotta add extra marshmallows. This is so good. Um, to the fucking. I'm actually a little traumatized with Rice Krispies scares because one time my friend was making a big batch of weed butter and I said, give me some. And. Uh, I bought $100 worth of this really strong weed butter and I had it in the back of my fridge. I was going to make Rice Krispies with it. And then my roommate threw it out because he thought it was green and moldy. I'm like, that was $100 worth of oh, weed butter. Fuck. And his response was, oops. And then that was it. Also, I owed this guy like a lot of money, so it didn't matter. It was fine. But You're even. Oh, not even close. I owe him still good amount of money. <laughs> but, it, but all in good faith. All Everything's good faith. fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I fruit snacks and stuff like I, I don't have a lot of control. Gushers, if I buy. A Fuck thing yeah, of, gushers. I, I will probably eat half a pack. All right, never mind. We're not talking about snacks anymore. We're talking I about this really goddamn podcast. <laughs> that was really good. I really like the fruit snack talk. I do love. Okay, we'll get back to it, but I feel like at least we have to try to stay uh, vaguely close to the five year anniversary. Okay. Of this show. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Oh. Here's some stereotypical questions. Five years in, you've had a tremendous amount of guests. Do you know how many guests you've had? Oh, how many guests? That's mm-hmm. tricky. Because we, a lot we of repeats. Day, didn't we? Oh, no. We I don't just, know how many guests, guests right? Because oh. you got to take into account right. any solo episodes I did, repeat guests, um, any bonus episodes that would have come out. Like, like there was a time that I just would, I think for one of them, I just released one of the live streams, like the audio from one of the live yeah. streams. Fuck, I have no fucking idea. I don't either, but <laughs> it's <laughs> quite a, a few. Mm, a lot. If... Someone was brand new to Intoxicated, which they very well might be. I often yes. listen to podcasts. I'm like, let me listen to the best of his anniversary to get a vibe of this. If oh, you had to yeah. pick one and or two episodes in the last five years that you would say, this is what I want an introduction to Intoxicated be, what would it be? Ooh. Is that too much of a question? No, no, we can no, talk no. about great snacks question. with the audience for a little bit more. No, it's a great question because some episodes are very silly. Yeah. And not so serious. Some are super serious, but yeah. not so silly. That's why I said two, because I'm like, you can't have like a super silly, goofy one and then have like one about like trauma. So I loved my solo episode with Brian Otter because this was Classic. in the 170s. Yeah. I One of my favorite times for podcasting because I had just started stand up. We were out of 2020 lockdown. It was, I was happy. I was very happy. So it was a hot girl summer that summer. Yeah, it was yeah. like, I was just having fun. I wasn't working, so I was like doing comedy and I was rested. Yeah. Like I was sleeping and podcasting and doing comedy. And I just love Brian, like shout out to Brian Otter. Brian Otter's the sweetest oh, man in the entire world. Because he had come on with <clears throat> Kyle Barnett for his yeah. first episode. I didn't know him that well. Yeah. So I, I put him on with somebody else. Yeah. But then when we did our solo episode, it was just... It was just awesome. Yeah. It was deep, but funny. And that's, I think, the type of episode I would want to show someone when I think more recently, like maybe even like Luba's episode or Justin Shaw's what? episode. Oh. That was a good Dump one. Dump by Earth. Classic. Oh, yeah. I listened to Brian. Dump by Earth. You know the title. Oh, my God. Oh. 
later. Um, yeah. Uh, oh shit! We, I was at the, a show last night, and we were talking about roast battles. They were talking Brian Otters in it, and then <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Mitch about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I got all these good jokes for everybody," and then like I might have to face Brian. I'm like, "Well, you're fucked because he's the best guy ever." Yeah. So this will come out. Okay, so I gotta <laughs> say, talk about the sweetest guy ever. I mean? gotta say, yeah. this will come out after the roast. So the roasts are tomorrow night. Yeah. This episode will be out on Friday. So. Oh, okay. Mark so your calendars. I'm, I'm not everyone. spoiling anything, but I I came up with a roast joke for Brian. Just to adore him so much, mm-hmm. but he is a soft boy, and he'll say that himself. He's sensitive and very, very yeah, nice, yeah. almost to a fault. Like oh, you know how God, some, yeah. some people are just like they're too nice, like they yeah. probably would get walked over, kind of thing. Oh, big time! And that's Brian. Um, so my my joke's yeah. like Brian is the, <laughs> Brian is the the human equivalent of a melted ice cream cone. Why is this so mean and accurate? <laughs> oh, I fucking love Jesus but that's Christ! The thing, I'm like saying that with love, but yeah. it's like he'll, he would admit Why? that. Why? Because you gotta lick him to keep him clean. <laughs> yeah, dirty little cat. Is no, that because there's nothing sadder than a melted. I, like when you when in the summer, yeah. ice cream is like the pinnacle of excitement and happiness. Yeah, and when it's <laughs> melting, it's very sad to look at. Yeah, but it means you got to get up and get going. That's true. I don't know. Brian, get it in ya. Brian Otter, I'd lick you. Get it in ya. But oh, yeah, that's would, a great answer. But I like the the 170, so there was like Brian and like I did an episode with Michael Kennedy, who is a new comic who disappeared from the face of the earth. Is he a tall guy? Very tall. Yeah, I seen him before. He seems like a nice fella. We did th- almost four hours. Oh wow. Podcast. I think he's from Ontario though. And that was another great one. All right. Um, and at the end of it, he goes, now I can do Rogan. And I'll always save that clip because yeah. I went, are you okay going long? Are you okay with, I always call it Rogan length. Do you want to yeah. go Rogan length? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll do Rogan length. That means I can do Rogan. <laughs> That's like, how it works. <laughs> All you got to do is say the N word and then like, you'll be there. He like talked about like his sister dying. Oh. And, like geez. it. Yeah. Jackie yeah. Kennedy. <laughs> Jackie Kennedy. No, I don't know her name. The Kennedys is a famous political family. One of them is named Jackie. I cried I three times on his episode. Wasn't she? What? Wasn't she married in? I think so. I think Jackie Kennedy was... Who, is, who tried to pick up the skull in the back of the convertible in Dallas? Fuck. Christ. I'm sorry. Someone tried I... to do that? I think, was, well, when John F. Kennedy got shot... His Fuck. wife was beside him, and she like she didn't react well. No, and who could? But when that happened, she jumped in the back and tried to scoop up his skull. Oh, back of his skull. God. Sorry, moving on. Michael Kennedy, <laughs> great episode. Check that one Jackie's out. Intoxicated fans. Three times. You can't during the episode. Yeah. God damn it! Now I feel bad. I've never I, made you cry. Although I'm always a rooting, tooting good time kind it's, of guy. Uh, again, mix of funny and serious is the best. It's a good vibe, and that's what long podcasts let you do. Ready for another question? Yes. All right. We talked about your favorite guest you've had so far. What's your dream guest, girl? Celebrity or local? Could be both. Give me one. Give me one of both. I'd love to talk to Steve Mackey. Steve Mackey. Have you oh, invited him? I would love that. Twice. Do you but- know what? Now's not a good time. He's He's got a lot of hot political opinions. <laughs> Perfect. I need a controversy. Fair. All <laughs> maybe, right. Maybe. That is. Listen. Mackey's a walking controversy. If I'm what Whitney, Whitney Cummings would call Ho Rogan, yeah, I need some I need some different okay. opinions on this but show. Like, have you ever asked? What him? if? Sorry, Sarah. What? I keep on interrupting. I'm so sorry. No, no, but what you're if supposed had, to. What if we had Mackie and Scott? Oh my no. god! No, they would fight. They would. They I fight? think you said that earlier, and I was like, they would get into a fist fight. Okay, never mind. I don't sure. think they would get into a Trapped. fist fight. But Scott would just stamp over Steve, and you needed it to be like awkward to like really lure Steve into talking. 
You know what I mean? You really need to like set the base. And well, also, you have to be like nine beer deep and then you do it. Maybe Steven I think Martin he's a Edwards. fan of podcasts. Ooh, so I think, I, think so I could bribe him with booze and maybe like a shawarma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to be fun? Do a food review segment with Steve Mackey and you just get different shawarma plates from around? Oh, my I God. I just want a segment on Intoxicated called Mackey Moments where we read his statuses. Oh, yeah, you could. Or even just show the clips of him when he did the, that movie series about Lego dogs on top of Oh, car yeah. Roofs. <laughs> Yeah, they got to save that brain for science. All right, so local guest is Maggie. That's a great pick. I didn't realize Maggie's never been on, but I feel like I would uh, I would have known that. So now, who's your so, favorite all time like Nikki celebrity? Nikki Glazer. Nikki Glazer for sure. I, I mean, I'm questioning yeah, that. For sure. Jones Wild. She, she did a couple local co- podcasts what? like before you started. I like when I went to. Newfoundland. She went went to Newfoundland right before I went for my first Newfoundland uh, middle. No way. And she did two local podcasts in Newfoundland with like I forget their names, but they're like just local fellas. I, no, like way smaller than this. My, I would she have wouldn't to do it wait now. Obviously, she's to very ask busy. her because my thing is I know I listen to her podcast and I know her stance on podcasts, which <sighs> yeah. is like I'm always on podcasts and but and it's just kind of frustrating for her, I guess, being on podcasts all the time. And also, when you're I at that level... I think she might be a better podcaster than a comedian though at this point. That's got to be really frustrating. She's a great... I love her podcast. Um, but I would have to make it worth it for her to come on. Like, I would definitely have her to have, like, a bigger listenership. But, like, she's someone... So Whitney Cummings and Nikki Glazer are, like, my two fave females. Yeah. I would, uh, Sarah, Sarah Silverman's up there. Yeah. Ooh, she'd huh. be good, too. Interesting you say those names. Why? Keep going. What, am I missing someone? No, 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 no. <laughs> You're fine. But, like, I consider Whitney, she's so smart that I would be scared that I wouldn't be able to keep up. Nikki and I would just, I think we'd be friends. I think we would have a friend bond. Yeah? Do you think you'd be on tour with her, with her and Andrew, traveling the world? I would love to do that. Andrew Collins. Who's your Andrew? What? Oh, I guess his name was Andrew and now he's dead. <laughs> You're going to have to <laughs> rephrase that question. That's a very triggering name sure, for me. If you had to have one um, side key lackey of a comedian that oh. followed you around and opened you up, open for you all the time, was just your best bud, who would uh, it be? And, and male? Um, yeah, I Ideally think it's, it's a funnier, it's a funnier dyma- dynamic. I mean, Clifton and I are really tight. Clifton would be great. But I don't know if our styles would go to... Go- uh, maybe. Maybe Clifton. All right. So let's flip. Let's flip that question. You were innately intertwined with the uh, with my uh, podcast, the Boys Club podcast. Oh, right. Shit. What if you started your own podcast called the Girls Club podcast? Whom would be on it? <laughs> oh my God. Give me two other broads you want with you. <laughs> it's got to be Sarah, producer Sarah. It's got to be Sarah, producer Sarah. That's who would be layout. the third. Who would be our third? Mm, it's a question me and Claire have said several times. All right, all right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm thinking about Just this kidding. right now because I'm also thinking <laughs> chemistry. Chemistry, but also capacity, and like, would they would they, be, would they be reliable? Oh yeah, that's where I was at the fault of Boys Club. <laughs> I discovered Long Lake, and I was out. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Dan was at the lake. That was I literally their, was that most was times. Yeah, just in a shitty basement on a beautiful Tuesday evening. Listen to two men just be sad. I'm like, nah, I think I'm gonna go float. I got it, Vanessa Allen. The fuck is that? <laughs> So she is. So she and her and Jim Temple did a sketch comedy album. 
Um, and she's done stand up a few times here in Halifax, but she is a very like when we met. So we met on the podcast with Jim and it was like love at first sight. Yeah. Like we it, we were sitting. Jim was between us and sparks were flying. Yeah, um, she's she's one of my main bitches. So That's I, great. I get Vanessa on. All she's right. A great podcaster. I love that. I, I listen to the Girls Club podcast. <sighs> Fuck. Now I want to make it happen. Do it. I don't care. I mean, it could just be like bonus episodes where it could be like an intoxicated bonus series. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, wor- I'm not working on the marketing. I'm just saying I'd listen to it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you don't have to be involved at all, Dan. Okay, good. You, you can just subscribe. I'll do the t-shirts when one of you dies. <laughs> I got a t-shirt hookup. Oh, I should talk to you about t-shirts. Because I have a tea public store now, but I, yeah, we should talk. Uh, mm, yeah, okay. I use uh, this company in PEI called Stay Golden. They're great. They're oh. really good fellows. Just a bunch of young fellows trying to start a business. I love that. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. This question I am legitimately interested in. Oh, fuck. I feel like I'm in the hot, I'm like literally sweating. I got, uh, you've been yeah. doing really good. A couple of those questions, I'm like, I feel like I'd want to think for a bit. And you're like, mama knows. I appreciate that. <laughs> and this, I, this isn't even a question for you, but this is mostly me. I feel like there's so many times in podcasting where it's, like I love stand up so much because when you put in the work and then you do it, you get this giant reaction out of a crowd and you're like, all right, my thoughts and my efforts were worth this scene. Sometimes yes. that doesn't happen with podcasting. No. It can just be screaming into a void. Most times it doesn't yeah. happen. So what inspires you in your dark moments when you want to quit? Oh, when you're I like, what? If, if even, even at the end of season one, when you're like, what the fuck am I going to do before you had all those great ideas and pulled it off? What were you like? Oh. What was the one thing you're like, I don't want to fucking quit because of blank. I think I, uh, and those might get sad, but like, I do think sometimes I have, what's that called? Like a sunk cost fallacy of like, I put in so much work. So why quit? Is that a sunk cost fallacy? I don't know. Do I, am is, I saying that good. right? Um, I don't know. I think honestly, if I'm honest, yeah. I mean, I, I do get a lot of really nice messages, um, which are very, very nice to hear. I just scroll through the YouTube and try to remember how much I've done. And I go, holy shit, I've done so much. Oh yeah. And it, like a lot of this stuff is really awesome. Like I'm really proud of this. Like just personally, I'm proud of this because sometimes it can feel like I'm just doing it for other people. Like I'm just yeah. doing it to like entertain. Yeah. And then I go, oh, but like, how special is it that like I have these really like long conversations with people? We're not on our phones. Yeah. We're not at a noisy bar. Yeah. It's literally just conversation. And it's on, I have it taped. Uh, The other thing I will say so, Andrew Vaughn died. Sorry to say. What? I know. Classic reaction. And we also Sorry lost. Sorry for blowing the levels there, everybody. <laughs> we also That's lost. That's Sarah Nicole thing. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can Sarah. see the bar from where I yelled. It is. Peaky, it's peaky, peaky. White, white. Uh, and we also lost Durham. Oh my God, yeah. And when Vaughn died, I got a lot of messages from, I wouldn't say close friends of his, but like peripheral people mm-hmm. saying, I really liked being able to hear his voice, oh, yeah. go back to old episodes and like like get to know him better. And I had the same response from Durham's sister. Oh, yeah, being Jane. like this, because I, I was tempted to like reach out to her and send her episodes. And I was like, no, like if yeah, she wants them, she'll find them. And, stuff, and yeah. she like tagged me in and stuff being like, like it's helping the healing process. You know, like it's just grief is awful um, yeah. and everyone deals with it differently. And I can understand like if you are, some people like, they're too close to the person and they might not want to see that stuff right away. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but like, I guess with her, it 
was comfort in. So that's a big thing that keeps me. Definitely. Because like, I got to keep doing it because like, what if you die? Yeah, who knows who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody die, Ken. Yeah, some of the choices I make, it's, it's a matter of time. Like it's, it's, it's a strange thing to have just the amount of content that I have. It's yeah. scary. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, Especially considering the live streams. 15 yeah. hours, 12 hours. Yeah. Like even rough math, like you think 223 episodes each at least, probably two hours probably, for the yeah. most part. Like Maybe you an gotta, hour is like the shortest. Yeah. You'd you probably know, like, be closer to six, 700 hours of podcasting at this yeah. point, you know? It's I'd wild. love to get the actual number. Maybe I'll figure mm-hmm. that out. Well, I ain't that busy. I can Google it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whoa. Top the pen went. I hope we caught that on camera. That was a great answer. That I will say great. for me personally, I found it very comforting. Like when Andrew died, I was alone isolating in PEI with COVID and I binged all those fuckers. And so I, genuinely I did it. a tribute episode where I just played clips from people who like sent in stories. I love that. Episode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm like, so that's me going like, I'm going to shut up a bit and like, let's hear from. Yeah. I love that episode. That was great. Awesome. All right, this is uh, a question that Claire thought up because oh. she was in a similar boat. She was around stand-up as you were for a long time before she got uh. into it. So how long did you want to do stand-up before you did it? And what was like the last, <clears throat> what was the last like, fuck it, I'll do it moment? So Vaughn would have died March 2020. At that point, I had done my live show. Yeah. And I had gotten a tickle of... <laughs> The stage tickle. <laughs> Is that yeah. a weird word choice? Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a taste of what it's like to be on stage talking and getting. Have you ever done that before? No. Okay, yeah. That I was is nervous what... as fuck. And that's why I brought Robbie with me. Robbie was on stage with me. Yeah, if you're ever nervous, bring bring Robbie Vino around. <laughs> He'll make you think other things. But like Vaughn had talked to me January of that year, being like, I don't think you're ready. Like I think you have stuff to heal from before you can make jokes about like he was uh oh says va- everything's fine everything's fine we're still recording we're recording over there too was, did you get an error? No, you're hover parenting. Microsoft wanted an up an update, oh. and I didn't like it hanging out, so I figured it out. <laughs> Let your baby bird Scare take me. flight. Okay, <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, Vaughn implied like there's a great clip of him saying like he didn't think I'd be ready to do it. He and I just took such his an advice, overbearing parents. I took his advice yeah. super personally, and like I held it very close. So I hadn't thought about doing yeah. it. But then summer 2020, uh, I started. I think it was like I was just alone so much that I yeah. I was thinking of jokes. I had written jokes in my phone years before that. Classic. It was yeah. in a note called it just said stand up. Yeah. And I did an episode of the podcast a long time ago, like uh BV before video. Ooh, okay. Uh, First acronym in the night. Right cut down, folks. <laughs> BV. 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 Um, where I read the notes in my phone and mm-hmm. I came across the note and there's like, there was stuff in there that I still do. Uh, so like, I think I was always thinking about it, but summer 2020, uh, just being bored, like zooming with comics all the time, still doing episodes remotely. Yeah. I was just like, you know, and also it was like, we thought the world was ending then. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, going to definitely be different. Yeah. Legitimately. There is, there is a reality where it would have been the last chance you would have had to get on stage. Right. But it was a strange time to start because I started end of July, 2020. So things had started opening up and then like Halifax was just like flooded with mics. Like we had district five, we had daily grind, like all the mics just came back like full force. It was, I was telling Sarah, it was truly 
such a great time in uh, comedy. It was a fucking bad time to be in PEI watching that shit. I'll tell you that right uh, now. Because like I, I was also super busy. Like I had a bunch of paid shows and was like doing well that summer. But like watching everybody like hanging out and like watching the Daily Grind be like packed and all these cool shows. I'm like, oh god. But then it reversed because we locked back down again and oh, you yeah. guys had a good. Oh yeah, I did. So baby. we both had the the FOMO. It worked. It all works out in the end. Yeah. All right. But well, I had reservations about starting because I was like. I felt an added pressure because it was like the comedy podcast girl that like, I think, I think that I had thought people are going to put like an, un, what am I trying to say? They're going to assume that I'm going to be really good. Yeah. When I'm probably going to suck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, totally. So I felt yeah. that added pressure. Yeah. I still kind of feel that. It's got to be super shitty, especially because like if you're going in without any expectations it doesn't matter if you suck you know what exactly. i mean like you're expected to suck and you do suck you're like all right so everything's part of the course exactly. like you're gonna yeah, do the, good the irony there is that no one knows better than comics that everybody sucks at first oh right? yeah but i understand that that feeling of pressure it was and vaughn had said you you've been kicking around the scene too much to be bad <laughs> I <did think>. so <laughs> that's what he said and and vaughn so, wasn't a perfect human being he was also a piece of shit let's uh, be said he had spoken I, of quite highly on this podcast but. i actually <laughs> overdid it when i started because i did a whole youtube series called sarah try stand up oh, where yeah. i was just like talking i was analyzing my jokes to to fucking shit like yeah. i was just like here's why i'm doing this line at this time because i think that i'm just like bitch why yeah. <laughs> this. The, like just the new comic energy I have yeah. when I started thinking that I knew so, so much. It'll be wild in like eight years when you look back at those clips, you'll be fucking mortified. But yeah, but also, but like is. you're just like you're supposed to go up and like eat shit, and no yeah. one's supposed to see you for ten years, right? Essentially, yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's part. Of, that's the name of the game. Yeah, you gotta learn to to not do well. <laughs> Eat shit, cash checks. Even when so you get good, good, still do bad all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's mastered that. Sarah, how long have you been doing stand up? I don't know. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, started in like 2019 and like hit it really hard for like a year, and then COVID happened, and I stopped, and then I did it while we were in lockdown. No, when we came out of lockdown the third time really hard, and now I just haven't done it in a couple months. So. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Like she's gonna get back up soon, though. You're on D five. Oh, yeah, and I'm not. Oh, great. Do you guys not do, funny do, you guys usually so Rob, do shows together? Well, Robbie was like, do you want to spot on D5? And I was like, I can't this because I'm going to go see the Rouse on Thursday. I was like, right. I, I need to see my friends roast each other. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I was like, I can do the I can do the I'm 17th, one of the 10 though. people who will enjoy this show. The 17th, the day after your birthday? You're the 16th? Or are you yeah. the 17th? Damn, girl. Um, a lot of ex-girlfriends wouldn't get that right. But Look then you, I realized I'm going to be driving to Maine with Clifton yeah. on the 17th. And so so I had volunteered Sarah to come with me. And then I realized I couldn't do it. But she's still booked on the show. Fuck yeah. <laughs> she's never done D5 before. Oh. Yeah. I, it's, might be, uh, I might be hosting that night. It's fine. Oh, wonderful. Oh, good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Good. Is it's that St. Patrick's Day? Is that the day? What? I think it's. What day is the show? Or is, it oh, is it St. Patrick's Day? Oh no! Oh God! You're hosting a comedy show on my birthday. See, Yours you remembered my birthday. Yours is the sixth. Happy oh, birthday! Day your, birthday's, after. your birthday's easy to remember because it was around. Vons. No, I'm the next week. I'm the 24th. Yeah, it's oh, death God day. Damn. It. Yeah, death day. Do you know what? Let's take a break from the questions. Do you have a drink with you? Mm. Great. Not gonna do Red Bull. Do White Claw. You're gonna do White Claw. All right, here's I I've, I've prepared two, two uh, games. Uh, no, let's do trivia. No, let's do oh, this or that first. Shit. This is like a real quick lightning round. This is just to warm you up for trivia. I want to get your brain working. to respond? Quick as you can. Okay. Ready? Smarties or M and M's? Smarties. 
Reese peanut butter cup or Oreo? Oreo. Great answer. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. Tacos or hot dogs? Hot dogs. Chris Evans or Pete Davidson? Oh, Chris Evans. Insert TikTok. Insert uh, TikTok. Trades bro, finance bro. What was the first one? Trades bro. Or finance bro. Tr- Trades bro. Frosted tips or puka shell? What the fuck is that? What? Frosted tips or puka shell? Yeah, I got it. I- What's Netflix? puka shell? Netflix. Puka oh. Shell Netflix. If you were dating someone and they had to always have frosted it's, tips. You rarely see one without the other. Or, but I know. I know. Uh, you know what? I'll go with the necklace. Or I'll go with frosted tips. Oh, wow. A Puka Shell you can hide. Uh, Shania Twain or Nelly Furtado? Shania Twain. Piano or guitar? Guitar. Dog or cat? Cat. Night versus day? Night. Breakfast or supper? Breakfast. Supper or dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Supper. I always, she says supper one. I, I say supper all the time. People get so mad at me because I always misspell it in text as super. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Going, we're going it for super. All right. That was that was stressful. Here's we're gonna play a drinking game. I want to ask you trivia. If you get it wrong, I take a drink or you take a drink. If oh I get it right, God, I didn't you take a drink. prepare and you prepared. Yeah, we'll take one. Uh, <laughs> blueberry. I know. I, I got white claw. Do you have enough? Oh yeah. All right. I should hope so. <laughs> All right, some of these are easier. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what your, Fuck me. your level is. If it's is. anything with math, I'm going to be screwed. No, there's no, no, no. It's all intoxicated stuff. Okay. There's no general trivia. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Unless unless I get fucked, then I'll. I'll Sarah, are you stressed right now? You look stressed. A little stressed. <laughs> you look know, fine. You look great. I'm looking at the camera right now. All right. What anniversary was the live show? Third. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your very first TikTok using audio of what comedian? Kathleen McGee. God damn it. <laughs> I really know myself. Yeah. That's what I'm learning right now. How many episodes of Podmas were there? 25. Uh, good. All right. I'm just going to drink anyway. In Greek mythology, who is Daedalus' son? I don't fucking know. Icarus, take a drink. Mm, There you go. Fuck you. Mm. That's what I call that. (laughs) Not Robbie Vino. No, he he is Greek. All right. (laughs) Intoxicated. Do you know what the the review, the star rating is on it? 4.8. You're goddamn right it is. Do you know how many reviews there are? Oh, God. I actually don't know. That's a drink. Can I do a ballpark? You can 100% guess. Is it under 10? Mm, No. It's over 10? Yeah. I underestimate myself a lot. Um, she's being coy, everyone. She knows herself. And when she doesn't, yeah. she uh, guesses. She knows works. the exact star rating, but she doesn't know how many reviews. Let's do 13. No, 44. God, no. <laughs> take a drink. Oh, you said ratings, not reviews. Reviews. Oh, reviews sorry. are different. Okay, both take a drink. Because <laughs> rating is like just the star, not the actual review. Okay, so there's 44 reviews. Can you how, see many, how many? How many are five star? All, all of them except the one that brought me down, and it's because he said, and I quote, uh, "Not my fave, but it's okay." No, wrong, Moves kind of slow. Moves no. kind of slow. Mm-mm. Background noise. Something about background. Okay I, for background. Moves okay a little slow. Okay for background slow. noise. Take a drink. <laughs> I need to put that That's on a t-shirt. Also, what kind of psycho would do that? <laughs> 
sense. I don't know. That is actually a great t-shirt. That is a great t-shirt. Right? <laughs> Intoxicated. Okay for background, background noise. It's a little slow. That's and what be, my boss. Okay for background in the front. Moves a little slow in the back just to let no daddy's a mosier. <laughs> my my boss's podcast named Politics Are Boring yeah. does the same thing with their bad reviews and one of their t-shirts just says just bad and dumb. Perfect. <laughs> Which is also a great t-shirt. All right. I want that. <laughs> Next question. What show did you offer to be on the street team for? What show? Podcast? TV show. Five. Did I offer to be a on the street team for? Your exact words. What? TV show? You said you don't know if they have a street team, but Mr. you Mr. Robot? Yes, exactly. Uh, well, well done. <laughs> Fucking saved myself there. I was thinking like, because one time I, I tried to apply to a radio station on the street team, Live 105. How'd that go? Didn't get it. All right. All right. Next part Not of the Not hot trivia. enough. I'm going to name the episode. Oh, fuck me. I got to name the title. You name the guest. Are you doing an episode number? I'll give you the episode number and, and the title for the first couple, unless you get them right, and then I'll give you nothing. Oh, you're you're giving me number and title, and I have to guess the guest? Yeah. This will be easy. Be harder the other way around. All right. You but let's do, try it. All right. Let's do, let's do one one way, and if you get it right away, then we'll see it. Um, oh God, maybe I made this way too easy. Um, yeah, I drank way more than I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fun. Uh, this is truly in, genius. In Greek mythology, who's <laughs> Zeus's wife? S Zeus and is it Aphrodite? No, that's Athena. Daughter. You're disgusting. Take a drink. Athena? Is Athena? No, someone? Athena's his daughter. Oh, who was born Athena, yeah. Who, who is it? Uh, Hera. Mm. Hera. 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 Rhymes Hera. with Sarah. H E R A. H E R A. She's a she's a she's she's something mean. <laughs> All right. So okay. you think it's harder if I give you well, the guest and you tell me the episode and the name? We can do either one. All right. Let's start with this one. Episode uh, sixty-eight: Breaking the Internet. Harper McCormack. God damn it! All right. Amazing. That was amazing. Uh, Dan, I can drive home. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to at this point. <laughs> I fucking love this. Okay, I'm still uh, drinking. These are easy ones to get, so I'll just run through them again. Uh, episode 109. Who's on? Oh, you're not giving me anything other than not anymore. Not until I know how good you are. I thought these would be tricky, so I made them easy, and now Fuck. I'm like, I well, don't now have this to is it. hard. If it's just number, episode 100 would have been the 15 hour live stream Who where we on? met. Who was on around then? I would have started. That was when I first started doing video. So All right, I'll give you the title of the episode. Is that too much? Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, it's I want to challenge myself. Or I can give you the guess. T. You Johnny, have to tell me the name. Ruth, T. Johnny. That's two. Okay, so 103. Five, yeah, give me, give me something else. Do you want the title or do you want the guest and you have to guess title. the other one? Episode 109, I don't read the comments. All right. Okay. And run. All right. <laughs> this is really touching. Wait, that's crazy. That was then one oh nine. Yeah, according to Spotify. All right, you had the Hoban boys on Martin Edwards and Vince Hoban twice. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I wrote it down once. <laughs> what was the name of the episode? Um, the one that I would write down. Oh fuck! Why well, don't? Hmm. What was their episode name? 
It was episode 152. Comedy Corner? Mm-mm. I'll give you that one was more one guess because there's two of them. There's two of them, so I'll give you two guesses. Oh my god, I am Think actually about, blank. I am actually blanking on this. Think about Martin after six beers when he talks about Titty Talk. Titty <laughs> Talk is right. <laughs> that was such a fun. T- oh. When he talked about getting hacked by Joel Plaskett, one of my <sighs> favorite like moments in the show. Getting you hacked get, by he, Joel. He Plaskett? told a story about how he got a message from Joel Plaskett. And it was like like a, a bot or like someone like hacking him. <laughs> but it was just it was just Joe Plaskett writing, Hi, how are you? <laughs> and Martin thought he was gonna get a show. Yeah, it was hysterical. Oh I fucking love it. All right. Does Martin particularly love to talk about titties? Yes! <laughs> no, he, I think actually he just fact, likes talking about silly stuff, but what was the thing that Vaughn used to do? I the remember titty sucking boys or whatever. Titty, like. I remember <laughs> Vaughn had told me that the titty sucking boys, which I believe was him, Martin, and Daniel Allen, right? Yeah, but M- Martin would be under the uh, the demeanor of uh, Petey Boy. Petey Boy. Yeah, I was told that they were ranking boobs of people they knew, and that yeah. I was I was up there. Good for you. Hey. Good for you. All right. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't. I am wildly impressed with how how done. How well you've done with this. This last I'm one. I'm too, is, actually. Yeah. All right. So let's do it. I feel like this is the hardest way. Um, episode A Good Bud. You. Yes. It was oh, a number. Yeah, with the number. Oh, fuck me. So I've oh. been on the show a lot lately. So <laughs> A Good Bud would have been your last solo one. So before Claire. You don't know what solo means. Your most recent solo one. I'll give you five seconds. <laughs> I've only done one solo one. I don't fucking Famous so. This is, remember when we were talking about like the the relaunch and like the order of guests, and I did so bad at it. This is what I mean. I remember all who's been on, but I don't remember the order, so I have no fucking idea. I'll drink to that. Two thirteen. Mm! All right, and this is this is an easy question. Or do you want to keep doing this one? No, I like it. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, here's a question. Uh, name everyone in the Banana Boys. Oh, uh, Kyle Barnett, mm-hmm. Chris Halef, yep. Albert Coombs. All right. I love it. What are the banana boys? God, damn. It's just the, they're them being goofy. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Them fucking goofs. Bye. So that was the most off the rail episode I've ever done was with those three. Episode 173, Friendly Costing. Two guests. Tal Jewel and Vicky Welch. God damn, you're good at this. <laughs> Let's go through randomly we, here. I, I think we could, let's switch it. Do guest, and I, I need to figure out the title. Episode 138, Adrian Gabrielle. Was, ooh, this this definitely is harder. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. What you That's want. why you're the host. What the fuck was it called? Usually. <laughs> oh, my God. Not tonight, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do we talk about? This version is harder. I, may, I wonder if it makes worse podcasting. Though. Yeah. I don't know. Sarah and I can fill the air while she figures it out. Yeah, why don't I, you guys talk? I don't. <laughs> oh, I'm still reeling from Sarah not choosing me to be the third girls club. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's okay, Claire. So You're sorry, chosen. Claire. You're chosen no, in my stop. heart. You gotta so focus. You gotta focus. You know what I think? 
No, honestly, though. You're going to start the woman's club, and it's going to be way more successful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This you is, and Adrian you, and Kirsten. You won't take this as real, but I mean this when I say this. Just, I do think I still assume you're not, you don't live here. Oh, okay. I, I don't think you've been here enough. I actually think that I think the same thing. I would love to podcast with you, though. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. Okay. I, listen. I'm Am I still invited? Or? I was honestly, yeah. Like, I was honestly. Sierra, not now. <laughs> I don't know the name. I don't remember the name. We're exhausted. Go back to the conversation. Oh, yeah. fuck. It was work. I was honestly hesitant to come tonight because I'm like, I'm not really a Halifax comic. Like, this is a Halifax comedy. What are you talking? Well, we, we got to do a solo episode sometime. Yeah, we you do. Because yeah, you've never done solo. Never done solo. That'll happen. Talk to Claire. I love doing it. I do it all the time. We'll do it in the spring when it's nice and it's not as hot. Like, it's nice out. Yeah. Okay. I do it yeah. all the time. Let's do it when it's nice out and then sit in the. Well, cuter outfits. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Want I Claire want my Belford. favorite t shirt. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Pants, Claire Bel- Belford, Heather McDonald, episode 114. That was the group one. Fun it name. Was, it was, it was, oh my God. Was avocados in the title? Mm-mm. No. No, that but it, cl- is, it, is a, it is a vegetable and fruit kind of vibe. I don't have any idea personally. No? Fuck me. I- it's a type of drink. Tomatoes. Can you give me a Tomato. hint? Can I get oh. a hint? It's a type of drink. Oh. Type of drink. <gasps> Caesars and comedy. Boom. And- oh. oh my God. You are good at this. Caesars and this comedy was, wild. was the title of ours. <laughs> yeah. Caesars and comedy. Caesars that was and the best thing we got out of the episode. I know. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes Just titles drink. are very hard to come up with. Yeah. You do good though. These are yeah, great. If- Every other title I've heard has been like. A and it's nothing against the episode, but like. The title usually Sorry, needs so to come tired. to me in the episode. All right, so um, Sunny Dolly Walls, episode one one eleven, or one eleven. What was his name? Oh my God! Feel free to talk again. Oh! <laughs> uh, uh, wow! Um, Our co-hosts are wow. over here. So Sunny Dolly Wall. Uh, Shout out! Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out was in it and. Shout outs and is it also another S word? Yep, it is. You got it. Shout outs and I agree. Can you make uh, not, not jokes, but good, good talk, Claire. There's been some mist longer than jokes there. There's been some wind. What the fuck? Stories? They're not. Yes. Shout outs and stories. Shout outs okay, and stories. So I Sunny that one. Yeah. Sunny's great, man. Love that guy. That was right. so fun. That was the trivia section. That of was the show. stressful. Uh, you did extremely good. I yeah. I don't know why, but I just assumed that you wouldn't know any of them just like with so it's many from, of them. It's doing it for so long, right? Like I guess, but even to retain that much information, like I fuck, I forget jokes that did last week. But I I, I suck at retaining episode, jokes. Right? Was that you spend hours on an episode? Yeah, right? yeah, I like, guess, yeah. yeah. I spend like five minutes on my stand-up. That's why I get up there and I go, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how to talk. I do love that joke, though. The blah, blah, blah. blah. That should be a closer. Speaking of comedy, ooh, terrible comedy question, but a good one. Oh, I like this. I think one we all have to ask ourselves, uh, what's your comedy goal? And I put one year versus five years. Like, what's... What do you want by this time next year? Because it's going to be a wild time for comedy if these restrictions lift and stay lifted. Which they won't. Um, <laughs> so this is like wildly like probably like under shooting myself. Maybe yeah. like close out an open mic. Oh, okay. yeah. No, that's a terrible goal. Yeah. No, no. That's going to happen this but, year. Yeah, that is not accepted by the crowd. Pick another one. <laughs> you take a drink. You're wrong. Take a drink. You're wrong. <laughs> Trivia's still going. Stupid thing to say, Sarah. Maybe a split metal at Yucks. There right. you go. Totally. Yeah. Full metal. 
In five years? Oh, no, five no, years. one year. One oh, year. one year. Oh, so okay. one year it'll be because I'm coming up. In her. <laughs> I'll be two years in July. Yeah. So at that point, I would say split metal. Maybe not full metal. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hardly rocking the guest spots. As, uh, my second guest spot at Yucks was horrible. First one wasn't too bad. You were there. What happened in the, the second one? For both, and they were both fine. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> different. <laughs> It it wasn't like your second guest spot. It was different because it was like Christmas party setting. Oh, you know Christmas not. Yeah, so, that's like, not I don't comedy. Think it counts because you still did good, and my mom said you did good. And she, that's like, a monkey dance. In, I mean, she loves comedy, oh, but she doesn't say like yeah. you know she doesn't yeah. keep comments all no. the time. So, so like corporate comedy is not even comedy. Christmas party is not. Can I also note that currently, presently, how I feel about comedy isn't fabulous, and lately I've been saying I want to just be a sometimes comic. Fair. Because I do want to focus on podcasting. 100%. Yeah. And I'm like, there's only so many, like, work, podcasting, stand up is my life. Yeah. Uh, but I do still want to work at it and get to the point where I could do a split metal. Yeah. Five years? Five years, that'd be like, <sighs> how long in do you do an EP? Doesn't matter. I don't no, know. When you feel like what you, you want. A, yeah. I would want to do that, I think. I don't know. As long if as I had, like, a, like a collection of things that, like, not a, maybe not a full album. I don't really know what the difference is between an EP and an I album. don't know like, if there is any more. Length, maybe? But, like, even, like, I don't know, like, girth. Yeah, girth. yeah, girth. <laughs> I got a tuna can of an album coming out here. You know, <laughs> it ain't long, baby, Real but chode. it's thick. <laughs> no, I don't think there's any, like, the whole, like, when I recorded, I recorded, like, 45 minutes, and I don't think I'll ever record 45 minutes again. I think I'm just going to do 30 minutes every time. Interesting. Yeah. yeah quality over quantity. Just for like the audience and like how much I want to produce first, like put out, I think like 30 minutes is real totally. tight. And how long you stay excited about the jokes? Like, 100%. Right? If you're, you can record a yeah. shorter album, but you can like still have that love for the jokes you're recording. Yeah. It's different so if you're true. a national touring headliner or something like that and like you need like an hour to put out or like to like make people's money's worth in the theater, but I feel like you're just fucking people right. around ours. Like, fuck <laughs> Just having a great time talking to Dan's forehead here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really, there's a lot of it to talk to. A lot of eyebrows, yeah. <laughs> I want to get to a point where I can throw things up on that screen and move this, but we'll figure it out. As we five, years. Five, five years. Five years. Studio we're goals are way more detailed. <laughs> oh, what's your... Okay, let's flip that. Studio Podcast goals. goals. Six-year anniversary. Six-year anniversary? First year... Be in a your 10-year anniversary. Well, That's well, fun. Good e job, Dan. Even... <laughs> Well, those would be two things. So, like, six year would be. I know. I want to be in a two bedroom with my own. Fuck yeah. Uh, the one room being a studio, and it's not in my living room. Yeah. Guess Taking what? It turns life. out you only need to make ninety thousand dollars a year. Oh, easy. <laughs> as far as the gold mail sales, if you want to stay in Halifax. Easy, great. Um, my own like space, and I want it to be like I want it to be a really cool studio. I want it to be like maybe not at tables, but like chairs and like holding the mic, maybe. And like yeah. maybe like I, I would just want to make it look really nice because mm. I would have the space to do that and dslr cameras no more is that for cameras. is that one year or five years hopefully one year all right mama shoots i love that my mama five years <laughs> but that's they're pricey fuck yeah they are and i would want multi-cam probably three shots long shot yeah. guest host mm -hmm. and the tube mics the shares the fancy how much are those they are like five hundred dollars yeah well another go fund me <laughs> Yeah, or okay, you, why could not? you could rent you that can, space out to other podcasters. Oh, yeah. I mean that would be that would be like long term goals for sure. Like is Ryan, that part of five year? Maybe like 
I would love to like run a studio for comedians. That would be fucking amazing. Like be a producer yeah. at like like a little comedy network where I could do my own show, but also like have podcasters come in and record. And the like Tom I Segura would, method. I would get to edit it yeah. and like package it for them and put it out. Because yeah, totally. that's why like you take fin- ten to fifteen percent of like commercial sales or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I would. That's yeah. That's my dream job. I keep talking. I might get the. Uh... What's my podcast name, Claire? Slandatory. My slandatory podcast. Slandatory head. That's a great name. Thanks. Would you want to co-host or do it alone? Uh, I don't know. Don't do a guest format. It's exhausting. I don't want to do a guest. I don't respect enough people. Mm. Uh, You do a show with a co-host, but you can bring guests on when you want. Maybe a good way. Me and the kid want to start something. You got to do something. We just haven't. And then I, I, I wouldn't mind doing something with Crystal F just because I like the way his brain works. But I've been talking about that for like three months. All right. His brain. I don't know. I think he's a smart guy. Yeah, he's pretty smart. It's not funny. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Keep making them racist jokes, brown fella. <laughs> See how that works out for you. Um, <laughs> I think it's about time we do a segment. Oh, shit. We're one hour in. Oh my god! I'm wondering, what's your rant? Oh shit! Do you have a rant? I have a couple. Oh, you have a couple. These would be micro rants. Also, <laughs> do you, me and Claire were talking about assumptions. Do you got any assumptions? I didn't get. You didn't think of any? No. I feel like if Wait. you guys have assumptions about me at this point and don't know that. Truth? It's tricky because I know you so good. That's the thing, yeah. and I'm very open. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were saying. So, we we're like, God, it's really hard to make an assumption about somebody that lives so openly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've definitely. We've, this has been a discussion over the last couple of days, and two creative people have got nothing. Yeah, that's actually good. I've done my job. My last one was I thought or I you don't have boundaries. Either I thought one. you. Oh, I think it's a little column A, a little column B, boo. But uh, <laughs> my last one that I had that I was confident is like I think you like Burger King, but you don't. I do now. You do now? So now that it's at Mumford Walmart, I've tried it. Their chicken nuggets. Mm. Are they better than <laughs> McDonald's chicken no, nuggets? Okay. But they're so. more cost effective. Yeah, they're like $2.99 for 10? Eight? Eight? Is, eight? is it eight or 10? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting a couple extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I haven't tried the dill pickle yet. Nuggets. Dill pickle they're what? So nuggets. Good. There's dill pickle nuggets? 10 out of 10. Are the what nuggets are dill pickle or the sauce dill pickle? It's, it's like... I think the batter is like they have the dill pickle like powder in it. You know they put on popcorn. The dill pickle oh, powder. Yeah, yeah okay. Yes. There's only one. Wild. All right. It's, enough chicken so nigga. Chicken nigga. Enough chicken nigga. We're gonna have to bleep that. Chicken nigga. Yeah. The that's chicken wild. nigga. The, the, the YouTube transcript is gonna screw you over that. It's gonna be a chicken nigga compilation in five years. Yeah. This is the reason my comedy career doesn't work. My chicken nigga. Rants, right? Well, if mom's prime, go ahead. Um, number one rant. Wow. <laughs> Give me one rant at a time. Okay. Slow walkers. What are we doing? <laughs> All right. Love it. Let's go. So, okay. <laughs> I fucking hate slow walkers. I don't care where you are. Grocery store, street, mm-hmm. like anywhere. What, what are you doing? Enjoying the moment? <laughs> We're all going to yes. wrap it up. Now, here's my thing. I don't mind a slow walker who's aware of their surroundings. Oh, yeah. And will move out of my way because I walk with purpose and I don't waste time. So I am a fast. Have you ever seen me in the wild? In the Maybe wild? Maybe not. No, I don't like, know. Like run into me like, you know, like when you run into someone. I don't know like, if we ever bumped into each other. So like 
frequently people will say, I was waving at you and you just sped by me. Like I have the headphones <laughs> I do in. Love that. Yeah. yeah. I have the headphones in. I'm like, I'm near I'm focused on where I'm going. Grocery store. I will browse aisles at a grocery store, but only if no one's around me. But I saw you in Walmart oh, the other day and I was like, not What? You saw me at Walmart? Not worth it. Yeah, talking. I was like, you know what? She's doing her thing. Let mama what be. The fuck? <laughs> God damn. Well, Walmart's like my number one place that I go. I'm home there. What what do you like about Walmart? It's like right there. I know, but <laughs> you, you like it because it's close? Yes. Oh yeah. I guess it is kind of nice. You are like I'm cheap. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Walmart is I hate to say it, underrated. The, like you can get most things. Everyone's there. horny for IKEA furniture. I feel like Walmart furniture is just as good a lot of the times, and mm-hmm. it's got everything. I w- I don't like grocery shop at Walmart. By any certain means. things aren't great, and they don't have certain things in their grocery se- section. Yeah, but like great. Like chicken is super cheap at Walmart. Yeah, it is. Well, it, it's always got one piece that's real chewy, though. I find <laughs> my Walmart chicken. You, uh, you got to chew a little bit more. Oh, Great no. thing about Walmart too. You can camp overnight in their parking lot. You that's can, true. and they do. I'm so a gypsy. We have yeah, we do. have a shortcut that yeah, cuts through do. the train tracks and gets us to Walmart in like three minutes. And when you say we, who are you talking about? Me and Sarah, because we live me? in the same complex. Okay. Um, and there's always like campers. I'm always kind of sketched out because I'm like, are they going to rape me? No, no, no. They're what? fine. They're yeah. just hanging out. They're yeah. sleeping. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just scared of people. Sleepers don't rape. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like slow walkers. I get annoyed. I, every, I will act like I'm on a highway and I will like pass. Yeah. I will go into the passing lane. And as I'm doing it, I think I'm better than you. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. I'll tell you what's something you don't run into, though, as as a woman late at night. I'm also a fast walker. Uh, I hate getting stuck behind a lady who's a slower walker than me. And most are because I'm a, a large got a man. Leg. I got a lot of leg and it's very difficult to get around without being threatening. So I, I often cross the street. Good. Go far that is side. proper. Or yeah. you hang back a bit. Maybe stop. Check your phone. No, that, not doing that. That, comes, that, could, that could read as oh, yeah. that could be creepy so, too. Yeah. I, I it used, is a strange thing. I used to, to have a joke that like did okay sometimes, where I would talk about being a fast walker at night with women, and as I got close, I would pretend to pick up the phone and I would do a very effeminate gay man voice. <laughs> and the punchline was that gay men are great. Guess what? They don't do rape women. They don't. And then the great tag on top of that was you just went from a possible sexual assault. A sexual assaulter to a quirky bridesmaid's choice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this it's, podcast it's, is about how funny I think I am. I will say, yeah, it is a strange thing. It's tricky. It's when super someone's hard. fallen behind you, and it's like a certain distance where you're like, it's a little dance. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't run to as much now because ninety nine percent of my walks I'm with my dog and like yeah. that's better. If anybody is like I'm gonna mug this guy and I have like essentially a liability on a on a leash, good fucking luck, buddy. Yes, and also as a people pleaser that I am, I feel I will constantly be looking back because yeah. I'm very aware of my surroundings at all times, uh, anxiety, but. And I feel bad for looking back because I go, I don't want them to think that I think that they're suspicious, even though I do. Yeah. Do you. What's your vibe like in Halifax, <laughs> like in certain parts of town? Or will you listen to music while you walk around? Or Not in the like, North End. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. okay. I know North End is cleaned up a bit. 
But like where I work, Gottage and there's Street, remnants. There's remnants. Like I mean, I've gotten yelled at a lot by scary men. Yeah, I was at the local the other day, and we watched a man smoke crack at his table. <laughs> yeah, that area is a bit. Yeah, that like, is like the that side is streets, like, yeah. the, and probably where you guys are is probably we were, not, not as bad. Oh no, we're very, very residential. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's yeah, definitely parts north. where gentrification is like said a hard nope, and it's like it's still doing its thing, like, which is like it, the, nobody should be kicked out of anywhere where they live. But like it's it's wild to see the contrast. I'd say it is weird, and like where I am now, like Sarah and I go for walks all the time in our neighborhood. We rarely even see people. But walking like yeah. it, it's, it's it feels very safe but yeah i would say like if i'm working late or if i'm like doing like foggy goggle or something yeah it's a, or walking down gauge into north street to get the bus yeah it's a fast walk i'm i'm uh, scooting around. Yeah. I love i'm walking, walking fast like coming from toronto i'm like ah, i'm home yeah. <laughs> perfect <laughs> somebody's <laughs> yelling at me yeah mm. right alive there was like a guy with a stick once who yelled at me and it really put a pep in me my step. Me too. He yelled at me too. Kind of right? stick. He told me I'm going to hell. And I was See, like, the last time was I was walking down Cottage and this guy was like yelling across the street was like, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you having a nice day? Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Uh, my friend Vanessa lives near where I work and the same yelly guy and he's, you probably know him. He's like a famous homeless guy. Famous in the sense of like he's yeah, well known. Well, no. You probably know. Him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he used to be on the Chelsea Handler show. But he's always yeah. like he's always either like really agitated yeah, or just like really out of it. Is but he a shorter he's, guy? He's got like hair on the sides, a little baldy on top. No blonde hair. Blonde hair. Okay. Younger. Mm, okay, I do know. Always who you're cracked talking. out. I do know who you're talking about. Vanessa Not the cracked was, out part, Vanessa was telling me that like one time, like it was like broad daylight, middle of the afternoon, and Dee Dee's ice cream has like a nice little bench outside, and there was a no. family just like eating ice cream. <laughs> I was like TVs and he just came up and was like screaming at them. Yeah. And she was just like from afar it was a little funny to watch because the family was just like Yeah. What the hell? They weren't just weren't used to it, right? Oh yeah, and who fucking would be? All yeah. right. Well, thank you for your rant. You you mentioned There's rant more. number There's 1. You got two? Yeah. Um How's what's your energy level like? You want to do two in a row? I'll try to do them quick. Fuck yeah. No, don't do quick. It's your own podcast. Yeah. Listen, yeah, I'm panicking can, as the host time. because it's I mean, only an hour 10. We got uh, four hours to go. Okay, potlucks. <laughs> Claire, can I get another another uh, uh, drink? Another drink? Sorry, yeah. you In the fridge. <laughs> I'm taking orders. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Claire. I can't stop hosting this podcast because your gender roles. See, right? It's hard. Multitasking. Be fast. You have be to host fast. and then make sure that the guest is comfortable and this is not not ruin the flow. Um, can we do? Let's do rant number two. Potlucks. Okay. Uh, can I? Before you start your second, I forgot to ask you a question with Slowak. Is there ever a moment where you slow walk? Do you no, ever mosey? Literally, no. What about like down by the <laughs> harbor or like strolling? No. So, like just a cutesy well, stroll. What are we doing? I love going for cutesy strolls. Death is upon us. I know death is upon us, but sometimes you just got to go for a little walk down by the harbor. I think it's the workaholic in me. I'm always just like, I need to get to the thing. I need to do the thing. There's stuff I have to do. You need like a so hippie I need, boyfriend. I need to get there. I think I do. Yeah. I, or like to like go on a silent retreat. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just really loved how you were saying like friends will see you out and, and be like, I tried to talk to you, but I couldn't because you were like, in so in the zone. But then you were like, I'm always aware of my surroundings and I'm always looking I back. Have, but that's and the thing. So your friends are seeing you. They're like. I saw you, but you were so busy, like, keeping an eye on the man behind you. <laughs> so I would say that I'm aware of my surroundings and that 
Same because of the area that I work, I'm I, I've walked all the places so much. I yeah. can swerve through people. I'm very aware of cars. <laughs> Good for you. So anyone who's ever with me, Sarah has always yes. overly aware. Of cars. Overly aware. I'm terrified of cars. I like them. So you should be. They're terrifying. It's it's wild. There isn't more people killed by cars right? walking on the side of the street. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely something I like. If I'm growing up in the country and then like being in the country again and then being back in the city, I'm like. Anybody, the anybody texting here could fucking take me out the legs because mm-hmm. everybody's texting. All right, let's do rant number two potlucks. potlucks. Also, something I'm like, I'm pro not being a slow walker. Potlucks, you're gonna have to convince me. All right, here we go. So, I don't <laughs> like, I love everybody. Bringing this is why I don't like potlucks because you can't cook, probably. If let's say the group of people all work jobs, but some, all right, so they're not comedians. <laughs> So I just feel like inviting someone who's like doesn't normally cook or entertain, it's adding a pressure to them to like be Rolls. up to a certain standard. Yep. I've gone to potlucks where the atmosphere has been, I would say, fancier. Like I went to potluck and Kirsten Finch made, what that was bitch. it? Eggs, eggs and, no, Adrian <laughs> made this. It was eggs and uh, purgatory, which is a fancy egg dish. All right. Eggs and purgatory? You mean Pardon eggs and pierogies? No, it's like it's an actual thing. Eggs, okay. It's like eggs tomato like pate? You like fry the egg Is in like tomato sauce? Eggs and purgatory sounds like they're like... <laughs> sounds like my eggs. Like they're not quite hatched yet or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like unbaptized thought, eggs, which they all are, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I eggs and tomato <laughs> sauce is something else. Egg and purgatory? No, oh. that's not the word I'm looking for. Point Tawadas? is, what, go back to your point. Okay. Start, call, start so, calling out Adrian. She's everyone a lovely is, person, great comic. Everyone is different in what they can cook. Yeah. Also, their time. I'm someone who, like, I'm off at five. I'm usually not home until six forty. If any, if it's if the start time is seven, I don't have a lot of time to like make something and get to where you're yeah, going. Totally. So I don't like the expectations of potlucks. I think if it's like. If it's like like a trashy potluck, I'm all for that. Yeah. But you know what? Trashy potluck. Sorry, keep raining. No, no, no. I want to know what she's saying. I think there's always room for people to thrive in a potluck or pull back. Bring some Doritos. Bring some Doritos. Bring like Dominoes. Bring me always. Bring rolls. There's so many different hits. Because like you're going to have people who are really good cooks or thoughtful that are going to make a really great dish. And that's awesome. But a lot of times I've gone to a couple potlucks where I put effort into a dish and no one ate it and I was like whatever more for daddy and then daddy brings it home I've eaten so much potato salad that specifically <laughs> I would like and I had an excuse to make it but I feel like you're you're also super good doing, doing like dominoes because guess what mean. that's gonna be the most popular thing by a country mile because no one gives a shit about your eggs and purgatory <laughs> I'm the like I'll bring crackers and cheese I'll bring perfect but like I I think it's because the, the people who I've had potlucks with do go the extra mile and I don't and then I feel like shit about myself because I have not lived up to this expectation. So this is more a rant against your friends. Kind of is. Kind of is, right? Because we used to do a game called Apartment Olympics. Yeah, okay, I like this. It's like Apartment Crawl. this was a a group of friends like from years back who we don't really hang out all the time anymore. So enough friends on a mall. He was a host of uh, trivia at Rock Bottom for a bit. Norm. Oh, the guy Um, you fucked. No, no, no. (laughs) 
fuck me. No. I just remember one time you mentioned was, on a podcast so that the, you. The guy yeah, okay. I thought took mind. over for Norm when he stopped. All right. So, but Norm was my friend. Um, but he would do this thing around uh, the Royal Rumble. Yeah. In wrestling, so we yeah, would go that Royal Rumble, the one around wrestling, and play apartment games all day. And there were there was like bag toss. We did King's Cup. What were the other games we played? Um, we had a costume contest, so you had to come in costume, and you had to bring an appetizer. Norm sounds fun as fuck. It was really really fun. Yeah, but that was really fun because you could just bring whatever you wanted. Yeah, and there was no judgment whatsoever. I don't think but there's the as better, much judgment as you think. There but the better, is, the better appetizers won. So at the end of the night, we would vote. For like oh, okay. There is the serious judgment then. Never mind. But it yeah. just felt funner. I don't know what I don't know what it is about adults. I was younger then. Uh, maybe I just feel like I have to like be fancier than I am. I'm trash. I'm true trash. My my, <laughs> you're, it's so what you're from Anaganish. Everybody can get over that. <laughs> but like my type, I like food for five year olds. That's my favorite food. It's kind of the best food though. Hot dogs, pizza. Listen, every time my fries. girlfriend's sad, I bring her chicken tenders and uh, chicken it's, tenders. It's going great. It's going great. Uh, my last thought is so when I like a lot of people do potlucks for like birthdays and shit. I don't want my friends to work on my birthday. So okay. we're going out to a restaurant and you're just going to you're going to spend the $20 you would have spent on ingredients and you're going to sit and have it be served to you. No work. Okay. <laughs> Mama hates work. Um we're going to play a video. Ooh. Obviously, we want to make this special. Yeah. What? Because nice. you have your this is a big deal. It's just porn. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just want to stress this is this is a big deal, and I think a lot of people are really proud of you for doing five years of this. Aww. So we went ahead and we got you a cameo from somebody what? who might not be here right now, but you might be seeing shortly in a few months with no 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 what? she's running she's running around the room right now. You might be seeing this person in a few months. Few months or a few weeks. Few weeks at this point. Few weeks. Few weeks. So shut up. very excited. Little shout out from shut someone up. you love dearly. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Sit down, watch the show. Uh, this got me a lot of money, so watch this. <laughs> Wait, I can't hear him. Turn up the audio on the video. On the video? And also turn the speakers up. Videos all the way up. Crank those. All right, so we got the reaction that you thought it was Whitney Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Which is essentially all we I, wanted. I know, because I was just too busy to do cameos. Yeah, <laughs> she's not a cameo. <laughs> Buy you a case of White Claws, babe. That's about as far as I can go. Where did you run to, Sarah? She's like a black person. I was just, like, I was just like, I'm out. I can't take yeah. it. Hi, Sarah. This is a gift from your friend Dan, who says you are celebrating <laughs> your fifth anniversary of the Intoxicated Podcast. That's awesome. That's great. It sounds like a very fun podcast. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I can guess sometime. Uh, it also says you do stand-up comedy in Halifax. That's very cool. I got my I got my start in Halifax. Uh, <laughs> is Scott McLean still a, <laughs> a piece of shit? Uh, <clears throat> that's awesome. It also says you're into crystals and witchcraft. All that, that I don't really mess with. Moon water, baby. Devil mess oh, moon water. To <laughs> each their own. Uh, but congratulations on uh, all your work. And look at uh, you know, give a big hug to your friend Dan uh, for uh, 
for bringing out the big guns and hiring uh, me to wish you well. <laughs> so uh, we I, I will actually be uh, in Halifax uh, March 4th and 5th <laughs> at, uh, at Good Robot. I'll be uh, doing a show there. I'll lean off with another guy uh, named uh, Dan. It's He's putting on a show there with some good <laughs> comedians. So uh, come on out. Come say hi. Uh, keep up the keep up the good work. And, Question mark. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, learn the difference between spring rolls and and fresh rolls. <laughs> between spring rolls and what? Fresh rolls. So you okay. don't know the difference. Between- I ordered spring rolls and thinking that I would get the fried deliciousness, and it came. It was just vegetables in a thin. Yeah, it's a spring roll. (laughs) It was a fresh, raw garbage. Yeah. Uh, But I will say Travis, uh, I look up to Travis. His opinion of me matters. I have never seen... What a fool's life you live. I've never seen him more disappointed in me (laughs) than when I said that I wasn't a sauce person. He said, did you you use the spot? He's like, did you try it with sauce? And I was like, no, I'm not a sauce person. Was it just peanut butter sauce? He just went... Yeah. He was so disappointed. Oh my god, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Did you try that peanut butter sauce at any point in your life? No. Oh my god. The like, I assume this is a Thai place. Yeah. Oh my god. I Thai know. peanut butter sauce. My <laughs> at a table one time. My gra- my mother took my grandmother to a Thai spot, and she just said, "This peanut butter sauce is so good, you could just drink it." And she's like, "Oh, you're right." And then my mom turned her head, and then my grandma took the entire gravy boat of peanut sauce and drank it all in one go. Cause fuck, she's eighty. Yo, fucking low. Like, it's good, but not that good. Oh, it is. I don't feel like it would have made a like, difference in like my enjoyment of the today. fresh spring roll. But Yo, Travis seems it, to think it would have. You would have. You would have. He was yeah. very disappointed in oh, me. It would have improved. It. I'm sorry. 100. percent It's wow, my it's god. Like, it's like because it's a salad roll or a fresh roll, and then you dip yeah. it in the dressing. Essentially, is how you yeah. think of it. You know what it was? I was expecting something different. I feel like if I had uh, ordered that, knowing what it was, maybe I would have been more open minded. But I was expecting fraud. I just like deep fried. I just feel this- like that's the story of your life. Yeah, I was expecting oh, something shit. different. I, I just love the You're longevity. Right. I love the longevity of this story too. Uh, it's an ongoing issue. It's got legs. <laughs> I get very worked up about small uh, things. Yeah. This happens. Does this take? This is going to take a while to get over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two years down the road, so I many people believe yeah. I got Rome wasn't built in the day. Yeah. I had so many people <laughs> reacting like, three days. to my Instagram story, being like, "I, I'm so sorry for you." Like a lot of people felt for me. Yeah. I it, love those spring rolls. Oh, I love a fresh roll. Yeah, I love uh, fresh rolls too. I like the pizza. But this happened the other day. Um, was that a, a show, like a corporate show, or whatever? So they let us have like some of the buffet that like <laughs> oh, nice. the people had. And when I went up, I was like, oh my god, egg rolls! I fucking love egg yes. rolls. So I got a bunch of, I got a plate full of egg rolls, right? I loaded up the sweet and sour sauce, ready to dip those oh, fuckers because yeah. I love egg rolls. And then as I dipped it in, took a bite, <gasps> pizza roll. Oh, not expected. That I just dipped in sweet and sour no. sauce. And like there needs to be a sign or something to tell yes. me. It was okay, but it was wrong. Pizza and roll I, on its own would have been great. I loved it. Loved the pizza roll, but there ain't no dip for pizza roll. No. Unless maybe ranch or mm. donair like sauce. Marinara sour sauce? cream maybe? But marinara sauce is the pizza sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The pizza roll, because it comes pre-sauce. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Maybe you, maybe you a saucy bitch, Sarah, and I, I am here to set you in. Yeah, Sarah's are saucy. Sarah's are saucy. Saucy Sarah's. 
Yeah, you aren't, except you don't like sauces, which you just admitted. You're like a non-saucy yes. Sarah. This is perfect. Is... From now on, instead of producer Sarah, you can say sauce Sarah. Sauce <laughs> Sarah, not sauce Sarah. Sarah. Like, non-saucy Sarah. That's a t-shirt right there. Hey, butter. Who's your favorite Sarah? Is it saucy Sarah or dry Sarah? I'm more of a saucy Sarah. <laughs> butter chicken? What about it? The sauce matters. I like butter chicken sauce. Well, you have butter to. chicken sauce. That's that is butter but chicken. That's the whole thing. There's no sauce. Yeah. You get like three things of chicken in the butter chicken. <laughs> that needs to be the ratio. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only sauce I can get down with. All right. I might be wrong, but no, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just, just want to clarify. You are wrong. <laughs> It's an unpopular thing. <laughs> Do you know what? I just had a quick assumption popped in my head, and I, I think it's too obvious, but you're digging up euphoria, right? Oh, absolutely. Look yeah, at the eyeliner. Course. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's your favorite? Character? No, wait, can I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't really know the show. I only know all the right. characters. <laughs> Bull chance. Okay. Guess who's versus and who mine is. They're okay. all kind of terrible. Um, I didn't guess yet. No, they're Time. high school kids. Of course they're terrible. Um, you're a terrible person. Um, Cassidy. Okay, no guess. No, no Claire's guess. Oh no, no, I was getting going to ask Sarah to guess who my favorite character was. Oh. But no. Um, okay, but <laughs> just out of, just as like a preface, like, are we talking like favorite, uh, like someone you would want to like hang out with, or like your favorite like? Story you want to hang line? with any of them? They're fucking oh, sixteen. Oh, interesting. Because I think like there's a difference okay. between like favorite character and like. I won't want to hang out with any of those people. No. What about? But. Zendaya. No. What's her character? She, she's the last person Ruth. I want to hang out with, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's bottom, a, she's, bottom she's of the list. I'm not babysitting. Addict. I'm not babysitting. Um, What's the other? Okay. The, there's, um, I, there's people I would probably like, but um, I feel like the most compelling character, like my favorite character, is some is like someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Um, the latest episode swayed me a bit on someone. I won't spoil anything. Was it on? I don't know. As long as everyone's seen it, you can spoil Since it. Since Sunday, I personally, I don't I'm, watch. I'm never gonna watch it. So, are y'all caught? Who did it sway are, you on? Are you caught up? Yeah, on I'm caught Sundays? up. Uh, Lexi, it swayed you on Lexi. So now you I don't didn't like her? her so much, but now I love her. Oh, Which I like her so much. Lexi but, is uh, Judd Apatow's daughter. Oh, she was Maude. just kind of like I. I liked her, but it wasn't like um, I don't know. I love her. And then when she stepped into the like the confidence and the boss ass energy, I was mm. like, yes, Lexi, that's the Lexi yeah. I want. Yeah. And that's why Maddie's my favorite character. I like oh, Maddie a lot too. I was gonna say Maddie. Because I totally knew sassy, that was a character. Probably Aries. The most Which one's Maddie? The, Maddie is um she like was dating Nate Jacobs. Oh, she's like the Hispanic one. Yeah, Dan she's my least favorite. Show. What? Watches the show. I love her. I don't. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen every episode, but I've seen like half of them, and then and, I've walked in on the other half. And all and it like takes is like a quick catch up, and he's back in. It's great. <laughs> my, I think the most compelling character, like my favorite character to watch, is Cal. Like Eric Dane. Oh, I fucking oh, love yeah. Eric Dane from Grey's yeah. Anatomy. I, mean, his, like, I little, watched that guy for like three seasons. Their little deep dive into his history was like that was good. Right, I was weeping. That was good. The show is, uh, I don't know if other people find this, triggering sometimes. Of course. Yeah, I watched the episode. Oh my yeah, God. Like, yeah. like, like, yeah. like, like, just, well, for me, especially Cassie's whole thing, the, the drunk crying and then vomiting, I just, oh, that, that was, was crazy. Me. That was totally me, like, in my 20s. Oh, yeah. A drunk, sloppy, that was me, emotional like, mess. Uh, two Great weeks tits. ago, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It happens. I, that might have to be the episode title. Um, 
<laughs> Great tits. Great she tits. does. They're always smushed. Oh my God. She has incredible tits. Do you yeah. know what's wild about her? She's like 21, 22, her and her boyfriend boyfriend's is 34. Old. Yeah. Like How not the like fuck not saying we're not is, old. We're all shocked? young and hip. Who's shocked here? Who's I'm here? not. Yeah. yeah. It's weird that you like you're like and he's like a successful restaurateur in New York, but he's like he's dating a girl who's playing a high schooler. And like yeah. 34 is not old, but it's uh, pretty old to be dating a kid who's oh, passing yeah. for a high school kid. Even though there no one passes for a high school but kid. But so many dudes that I know in like their late thirties go for like 24, 25 year olds. It's wild. Y'all like them young. I have a buddy now who's who is like freshly single and like he like is dating a PEI and like there's almost no one that's not young that isn't like already married because it's such a small scene and it's like it's a weird vibe talking to a guy who's like actually has a good moral compass is like I don't know she's like 23 and even like we're 29 but I mean it's still one of those things where like those we're talking about the biggest six years ever. True. You know what I mean? So yeah. the most important. Yeah. The most life form. It's wildly different. Dude's so. gonna go for older. Cause older women know what they want. The there is no older they, in PEI. He's gotta move, is what he's gotta do. Or or lure in <laughs> some poor sucker. Yeah, or get a mail order from Alberta. That's what I did. <laughs> that was a big move. Or Toronto, I guess. Yeah, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. The West. I just think yeah, I guess older women are better. Early. Older women are better. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You got, I got Amazon Prime on Beatrice. <laughs> No giggle on that? Okay. No, I think it's just because we went different. You misinterpreted my joke. What did you say? Well, I meant like you you placed your order for me early when I was still living in Alberta and it took right. that long. That's true. And then you said mm. that your order came fast. And so we were just clearly. <laughs> All right. So the fifth year anniversary <laughs> oh of Intoxicated. We're yes. here celebrating here tonight. I couldn't yes. be more excited. I love this so Sarah, much. can I ask you a question? Yes. See All how right. easy it is to get off track? Tangent Town's easy to go to. had this many blue lobbies. All right. Fuck yeah. Five years. Mm -hmm. Big, big amount of time. Right? Is it? No regrets. Five years. Regrets? It doesn't matter. The name. Mm, It's, I'm, I've been a guest and a fan. No. times. I cannot spell it. Excribed intoxicated. What are people going to do? What? what? They're gonna like the the name intoxicated because yeah. it's a pun and because it's a written pun. Also, in you can't spell it. Yeah, that's why I regret it. I put like I would one wrong letter in it today, and it like it was like <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about in Google, and Google's the smartest thing ever. And then I fixed it. And I'm like, all right, and he's like, all right, right? I know what you're talking about now. At the time, it was really unique and different and awesome. And yeah. at the time, it was a drinking podcast. Yeah, so it was it way more of a drinking made podcast. Way more sense. Yeah. Now, now I'm shifting it to go. I'm actually going to start changing the titles to be guest talks subject. Yeah. Talks. Guest talks about this. Intoxicated. It's going to make the 10 year anniversary trivia part way easier. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, because um, also it'll give people an idea of what the episode's about, not some sort of like inside joke or reference that they have to fish for. Yeah. Um, So I'm just, yeah, stuff like that. But uh, I regret the title. I probably would have named it something else all right so besides the title if you could talk to yourself five years like right when you had the uh the genesis of this idea for this podcast what would you tell yourself get a co-host yeah (laughs) get someone to help you don't do this on your own think about the branding think real hard about the branding because you rushed that shit and you made a shitty logo when you first started you did good though, but it was shitty. Um, <laughs> Proud of you, boo. You fucked it up though. Some tough love. Um, think really, really hard about what, what you want the show to be before you jump in. I jumped in head first, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. Totally I do rushed it. a launch, just wanted to have fun with friends and record it. 
it turned into something great, so I don't regret it. But totally. if you're, I that's the relaunch was like I want to make the podcast that I didn't make. Like that's mm. a really beautiful way of putting it. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and like if I ever started a new podcast, I think it would do better because I would just know so much more about launching and totally. and stuff like that. Look so, forward to season three. It's gonna be wild. Get help and don't do it alone. I, I really, Good unless you're doing life. something super simple, like a Nick Beaton situation where you just talk. Did you just call Nick Beaton simple? He's a complicated man. His podcast is simple, though. It's just is him it? talking oh, in, in yeah. a mic. Third rail. So it's just him. He's got Cal Post now. What's that? He has, a, he has like a co-host now. Oh, nice. I don't he's know a Cal Post now. He has, well, I said the person's name, Cal Post. I know, but it's mm. funny because his name rhymed with co-host, Cal Post. Oh. <laughs> Get yourself a Cal Post. Yeah. But, like, unless There's you have... There's only one, so good luck finding them. Unless you have a very... Solo is also good because you can, it's easy to book yourself, right? You just pick a day of the week to do it. Yeah. But uh, I, I would say if you can work with someone else to take the work off you, you can invest more into the show. It's less money on your part. It's less, it's less on you. So when you lose, you don't feel as bad. Or when you don't Fair. succeed, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel as bad because you're in it with somebody. Yeah. No, it, I will say that is one thing about a solo podcast. It can be lonely. So start it with somebody. Co-host or producer or someone to help you. That's great advice. Something. All right. On that note, I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> the co-host is leaving. <laughs> She's like, I'm out. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Claire, do you have any questions? Uh, I have a question. Uh, have you have you wanted have you always wanted a podcast since you were like a little kid? No, <laughs> since you were a little baby, not, even thing. though they weren't invented no. until we were both twenty years old. Yeah, um, were you really maybe obsessed not, with the radio? Or? Maybe not <laughs> radio for sure. Really, when I was in high school, I did some radio stuff with the Santa Fe radio station. I had did you friends. go to Santa Fe? Yeah, for one year. Okay, but my friends How'd had you a get public relations. Oh, that's my transferred. Thing. Okay, gotcha. So I did a year at Axe and then transferred. But in high school, my friends had a radio show at the Saint of Axe University. So I would go and hang out with them, and like I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is I loved Kel- Kelly Ripa. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I, I often wanted. I used to say I want to be Kelly Ripa. So that's kind of talk showy. Yeah, totally. Um, but then. Not so much college. I was just like, I'll get into marketing, whatever. But then, like, when I I start listening to recap podcasts, yeah, specifically Big Brother. Yeah. Oh, those are a huge market. Uh, Rob has a podcast. Rob Sesternino, one of like the OG podcasters, has like an empire. Did a like a recap of Big Brother and Survivor, and I got yeah. obsessed with that. And that's are you a big Survivor person? Uh, I used to be. Okay. Not so much anymore. Yeah. But that's what got me into podcasts. Then I discovered comedy podcasts. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So then I got, I, I was like, this is even better. What drew you to po- comedy podcasts as someone who was Feeling doing like you were comedy. hanging out with friends that you didn't even know. Yeah. Fair. Like, <laughs> it, it, they are really enchanting. Like, I'm, I've definitely become less interested of late because. Sometimes I find them, a lot of them are redundant, but it's like, yeah. it's just a casual, like I got hooked on Joe Rogan early. Like I was like 16 and then I was like addicted to Joe Rogan for like the first like 500 episodes. And you know what's the joy of that? His podcast? There's always an episode. The, oh, well there is now. There used to not be like originally oh, it was just fair. once a week. I'm talking like on the, when he was on the couch with like Brian Redband and oh, stuff like that. And shit. Then, but then like early, after, early. Like, I, literally, I listen to every, every episode of the first 500 and I completely stopped because I'm like, if he talks about 
monkeys again. I'm going to lose my fucking yeah. mind. Or yeah. DMT or like the thing in cat piss that makes people drive motorcycles and <laughs> pregnant women can't be around. I'm like, I'm fucking done. And he did it and now I'm done. But like just comedy podcasting is a weird one to get into is not like someone who's enthralled in the comedy scene already. So I think, I think I've kind of figured it out in terms of comedy podcast. I do think the key with a comedy podcast is a very strong concept or framework. So one that I will always recommend to people is, are you garbage? It's a simple concept. They just ask questions to figure out if you're white, if you're trashy. Yeah. And it's the, it's, it's just, you go into it knowing what it is. So comics go in prepared Kind of like what we were just doing, time of potlucks, like yeah. all that. I just feel like I feel like comedy podcasts do have to have some sort of structure to work. But that's just me coming from many years of listening to them and, and also now working in the space. Yeah, I feel like the market for just endlessly talking is gone. Like you need unless like you're a Joe Rogan. Bit. Unless you're a Joe Rogan. Yeah, but need he to, also has a framework of like, here's the guest and I'm gonna nail him. Or unless I'm sorry, I didn't mean to raise my hand. I, I, I thought stretching. you were asking a question. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say that either unless you have like a strong enough format or you've been doing it long enough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, You're grandfathered grandfathered in from the old style. And there's something to be said for like niche audience. So like my case, I do think it's like local comedians. I would say like Halifax, like maybe Maritimes. They like to listen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I do think people like this, (laughs) you know, like, like people do. Yeah. It's it's not to a point where I'm like, Oh, it hasn't done so bad that I am quitting. But, uh, I know that people are listening, enjoying it. Like Brandon Michael, for example, sent me a really nice message being like, I moved to Montreal and listening. Yeah. It made me like, feel like I was home. Nostalgic home. I really like that. I really, really like that. But it is a small, that's small niche. And what you, what you want is to grow that. Yeah. I love that. That's, What's always drawn me to intoxicated is like I love creeping. Like I love creeping. It is a great creep podcast. And this is is like it's like you get the juice on steroids because people are so forthcoming. Yes, isn't it insane? Like like getting people opening up about mental illness and like addictions and their life, personal life. Like that's that's what I love most about it. Yeah, truly. Like it's. I would have never known Peter Anthony. Yeah, totally. on, on the level that I I got to know him on that one hour conversation. But you know what the wild thing is, even like using Peter Anthony as a great example is like before the Peter Anthony interview, you messaged me like, "What do you know about Peter Anthony?" Yeah, and I, was I like, told Help you like the three things that I've known about Peter Anthony. I've known Peter Anthony for five years. <laughs> I've worked with them on like at least probably 20 to 30 shows we've been on the four. I like, he asked me to MC his like album recording. Right. Like, like he like knows me and like we're friends or whatever. I don't know a fucking thing he said in that mystery. podcast. You know, mystery. It's completely guy. wild. So yeah. it's, it's wild to even get to know friends better. Mm. I mean, in that's, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Specific or colleagues thing. Or, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's wild to know that. I like that. All right. I have another question. Go nuts. You're the host. You were saying if you had to give your advice five years ago, if you had to pick a co-host five years ago, who would oh you have gosh. picked? Oh my god, I don't even know. Because I, I don't know if you know Sarah Nicole. Mm-hmm. Amazing, everybody loves. Sarah. So okay, here's my thing, and like I don't want to offend anyone with this. That, like remember that I work in pod, like I listen. Yeah. Like, I, I always have a podcast in my ear. Like I truly listen. Like yeah, I'm the same. I'm always plugged in. I do think 
yeah, five years ago, I'm not really sure. Like maybe my friend Corey, because we kind of he does intoxicate reviews. Like we yeah. we kind of started it all together. We love talk. He's a TV guy though. Like that's his. He thrives in like the TV world. Um, so we kind of had to separate because I was like, I want to talk yeah. about personal shit. Uh, we'll make it different. I do think with a co-host, it's good to have some contrast and some tr- friction. Yeah. And all right. So what about right now? Who'd you pick? S- I might have to say, like, okay, so I... You can say Scott if you want to. So here's the thing. I want to say Travis, because Travis and I have had some great talks. Yeah. And I also think that with Travis, it's interesting because he's a pro comic and I'm very new. So it's that contrast of newbie with a pro, male versus female. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In terms of guests that I've had on who have gotten responses and people have talked about it, and has done well in terms of downloads and views, Scott McLean. No yeah. kidding. Spicy because boy. of the fighting and the, we aren't, <laughs> the drama. Af- we aren't afraid to argue with each other. Mm. And I feel like you kind of need that. A little bit. It's, a, it, it does make good for your co- podcast. I, like, I remember I was listening to like one episode or whatever when, I don't know if it was the last one or whatever, but like you and Sarah were talking about at the beginning of the episode, like how much you had to clip out of the episode. <laughs> Yeah. That like you couldn't air. And I was like, I've never been fight. more interested in a podcast ever than like. It was one hour. Oh my God. They like, they like, I want to know where it started. We cried, where it cried, ended, like, what happened. We yelled. Yeah. He almost like. It's called I, Patreon right there. I assumed he was going to leave. I thought the episode was done. I already asked you about it. What was it about? Just the comedy scene and like how things are run here. Oh my and, God. There couldn't and, be anything more boring to be getting and, about. <laughs> And just comedy scene the of dynamic, twelve people who aren't going anywhere. The <laughs> dynamics of the, a small scene, s- small comic scene. Well, I think they're the exact same d- dynamics as a large scene. Everyone just kind of fits their role. Instead of having like a click of a click of like five to ten people, there's definitely it's things, just one person. There's mm-hmm. definitely things about small scenes that I've noticed that are typical to small scenes, and one of those for sure is this idea of like there's an order. Like yeah. you wait your turn kind of thing. Pay your dues. I mean, a little your, bit. I don't want to say pay your dues. I mean, more you wait your turn. Yeah. Like, like hierarchy. Because bit, in big maybe? scenes, you're paying your dues, but you can pay those at, at whatever rate you want. That's right. Because you yeah. can do as many shows in a night as you want and you can work as hard and as fast as you want. But in a small scene, there's only so many mics. There's only so many shows. So, uh, j- yeah, it's. Uh, it can be challenging. People I- can. It's very easy to see somebody move faster than you or to, or to get picked ahead of you. That's right. That's right. It stands out a lot faster, a lot clearer. Versus yeah, a, a big, big scene where you're kind of a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, those 50 people are getting picked before me. <laughs> Here, it's like we're all whales in a pond. Like we're, we all have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just, um, but again, that was a, an example of we sat through uncomfortableness and reached. We actually were like, we're both kind of on the same team. We were just coming about it from different, different ways. Yeah. It was funny. Which is kind of the weirdness of, like, when you watch people. It's really bizarre to watch yourself argue. I will say that. Yeah. Oh god. Oh yeah. man, editing that must have been very weird, especially because like I like me personally when I argue, I'd say about I believe I believe about sixty percent of what I'm saying. You're heated. And then the other forty percent, I'm like, I don't know, I'm just throwing that out there, just trying to be rude. You you're, know what I mean? Like emotional. You're yeah, it's emotional. Especially yeah. if you feel passionately about the subject. Have you argued with anybody else on the podcast that you really felt like got fired up about or like 
I would say, well, one that comes to mind instantly is uh, my friend Finley, um, who's been on the show as Mark. He in text and SEO, he has to be Mark. But in is this audio, the Finley that I'm thinking of? Yeah, 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 Finley. Okay. yeah. So he was on a couple times, yeah. and the last episode he was on, which was in the 170s, you know, summer 2020. Yeah, uh, I had the stance of self-improvement and self-help is something women do more than men in terms of like self-help books or like personality tests, fucking yeah. like improving yourself. And I would he, 100% agree with that. And he, but he firmly was like, no. Mm, yeah. And it was like a very firm and like, that's bullshit. Like he stood up to me. Yeah. And he, like we worked through again, it was great discussion and stuff. But uh, at the end, he was like, "I'm sorry that I had." I was like, "Don't apologize." Yeah, you have a different opinion than me. You're coming from a different perspective. Yeah. This is what a conversation is. I feel like guys work on it, but that's exactly what toxic masculinity is for them. Like we're talking about like Neil Gaiman, the game kind of thing. Like, that's right. Like nagging and like w- weird workout culture and shit. Like they work on themselves, but in the opposite direction. That's like, and that's kind of what he was worse. saying too. Yeah. It's like silent. It's not as talked about and open like with women that's definitely part of it for sure but that's like why men are held back by popular culture that's right yeah that's right but like like i have a joke now about how when you're single people just tell you to love yourself more as if it's like this magic rupaul does and i and i ask men in the crowd i go you don't love yourself how do you expect anybody else (laughs) to love you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now let the music play. Whatever. I don't know. I love Rose. Yeah, oh she's great. But I asked men in the crowd, have you ever been told to love yourself more? And so far, they've all said no. I got a little experiments with my jokes. Very, yeah. You're just as. One of my assumptions People was that like, you took psychology in college, but then I, like, you see you have public relations on the wall. I so would like, have, but I would have, that's what I would have done. Yeah. Because yeah. I find it fascinating. Uh, that's, I, I assume that's where your brain was at. I'm thinking, I, like, I, this is a psych broad. I love psych stuff. Fun fact: uh, Intoxicate. Now oh, I love fun facts. Has <laughs> now has a listener who is a therapist, and he will follow up with me after the episodes and send me more information on subjects that I talk out of my ass about. Hmm. Interesting. And I'm gonna get him to come on as a guest sometime. Oh, fuck yeah! To specifically talk about like like comedy and mental health. Yeah. I currently have a discount uh, therapist, which is. My, gr- my girlfriend's therapist. <laughs> oh, yeah! I tell him things that she thinks, like yeah. tips, like you. Big win. Yeah, nice. She likes him. <laughs> Big win for Dana. <laughs> yeah, she's I'm killing all, it. She's all for it. All right. So you've had guests where you argue with too much. Is there any guests where you feel like they're too close to you that it doesn't make it interesting? Podcast where you're just both agreeing with each other too much, where you're like. You're not saying anything new. Like you have a lot of new people on who have never been on a podcast before. Yeah, that's true. Do you find that frustrating as like, cause like if you follow the intoxicated podcast every once in a while, you put it in the story, be like, do you want to be a guest? Fill right. out this form. How right. many of those forms are you like, thank you for <laughs> filling it out. But like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, it's not like you can go fuck yourself. No, no, I don't. I, but, and I don't mean that. But also like, well, what, like, what are you seeing? Of, and I'm not telling people to snipe their forms, but like, what are you seeing a form where you're like, this could work, you know? Um, so I have a question on my form. Just tell me three interesting things about yeah. your personal things. If it's like, I can really tell a good story. Or, yeah. But if it's like, I, 
don't want to like out a potentially yeah. future guest, but like someone wrote, I survived attempted murder. All right, you're in. You're in, baby. You're in. That's it. Like, Nighttime pod like, number two. We're like, getting gold this year on the coast. It's different. It's yeah. personal. It's something I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like people can be too, a little too general and like their responses, which makes me go, eh. Yeah. Uh, also, just chemistry. Like, but how do you get chemistry from a form? Well, that's you know the mean? thing, right? Especially in a long form podcast, how are you going to figure that out? I think with the form, I have to be sold on what the personal things are yeah. and how much detail they went into. And if I can sense that. Yeah. If it's people I know kind of like in Halifax comedy, um, I can kind of suss out chemistry more, obviously. What yeah. do you think is the, like, how much are you going with people that you know and how much are you going with form? I'm trying to do more form. I'm like more people I, I'm not close friends with, mm. yeah. but I will say I really do enjoy the interviews where I know the person. Do you, do you find but, like, are you able to, I, I'm so uh, illiterate with computer stuff, but do you, are you able to like see what episodes get played more and stuff? Obviously you must. Yes. Yeah. 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 Is it, and typically any... it's all really Random. very like kind of standard and what? there might be little jumps here and there. Do you know what your big jumps were? Scott's. Oh yeah. I hate saying that. Weird. <laughs> I mean, like, not weird, but like. But listen, like, but I think it's, but I do think it is. Uh, <laughs> Scott, I love you to death, but I do think it's a. I hate this guy. Let's hear what he's saying. Oh. Yeah. Or I don't. I don't like this guy. He bugs me. Let's hear what he's saying. It's yeah. kind of like I don't want to say it's. <laughs> There's that's Scott. 100%. Don't get it wrong, but like, like you know, train wreck. Like can't look away. It's intriguing. It's. Uh, it might be kind of that effect. I yeah. don't know. Uh, he seems to know it too. He's like, whenever I'm on the show, like, I mean, YouTube views. He gets. But the thing is, like, I don't want to rank anyone based on this. Yeah. But when like you're doing when you're trying to grow a show. Like really, like five years in, really trying to grow it. These are the things you think about. Of course. Oh, totally, yeah. But again, I think any episode could do very well if it was just shared like herpes. Like just pump it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends to listen. Share, herpes. share, share. Speaking share, of share, share, share. Like it, like it's any I, episode I could do well. I, well, I really do think that like you're a really good interviewer, and like trying to prepare to interview you only made that. E- Clearer, like, Aww. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm fuck? loving this. <laughs> Truly, it's tricky because like a lot of the regular questions we would ask, we already know. Yeah. No, Speaking of regular questions asked, we have a question oh. here from from past guest. What? From past guest Albert Coombs. Albert Coombs asked me a question. Albert Coombs, uh, local jackass. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he phrased uh, ask Sarah. How did you write the song Angel? <laughs> Your 1993 what? song, I Will Remember of- You, is still a hit to this day. Do you still have any good memory from it? And are you in any other ways that you're similar to an elephant? How has can- how has being Canadian affected your career as a world-renowned singer-songwriter? <laughs> What's with the elephant? I, I know that like, like she was like... He's making ASPC. a joke about Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. Which is funny because when people mispronounce Son my name, it's always McLennan. McLennan. And yeah. L's I mean, are not What ends. is your name? No famous Sarah McLennans. I, yeah, I have a hard name to pronounce. Last name. Yeah, mm. I've never Preach met another McClellan. Yeah, well, right? It's, there's it's some la, out la, here. There's a lot of L's and E's. I got two friends that are McClellans. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. 
I'm AC or MC? Couldn't tell you. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, arms of the angel. Um, I'm a big, I'm very passionate about like animal rescue and anti-animal cruelty. So I think I kind of have that in common. You're with not pro-animal cruelty? I'm not pro right, animal. I, I hate to say it. I hate that. to say it. I hate to say it. You a bad bitch. I, I, I cry instantly. Instantly when I see an injured animal. <laughs> well, you should help them before you start crying. Um, not through YouTube, though. I can't help them through that. You're a single woman who dates. Do you find having a podcast is is worse for being in the dating scene? Or yes, yeah, because there's got to be a good amount of guys <laughs> online that at least go check it out, right? I think, but all they know. All they, oh, oh no. really? I think yes, some. Fuck! If I was going on I, a bumble date and then like I figured out she had a podcast, I would listen to one or two. I've I um I've had experiences where I've had guests tell me that their current spouse listened to their episode before going on a date with them. What? Yeah, like like um. Oh, they googled them and then they would find. Yeah, out. yeah, okay. Which I, I kind of like. Cause it's like I'm I'm doing a favor to yeah, like, yeah, yeah. warm them the up a little bit, see if they're a psycho, help probably keeping people safe. I think the main thing with like guys with with this is like they might not want me talking about them on it. To which I go, if I'm really happy, I probably won't be. <laughs> yeah, so keep mama happy. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, like no drama. Like if, if I'm just in a happy, stable thing, what's like what would I? I wouldn't be sharing dirt or rants or yeah, like I could see that stuff being, like that. Intimidating. Intimidating, for sure. Yeah. Like, I know, like, Claire does jokes that, like, are about, like, what I've done in life. But, like, I'm 100% fine because I was there when it happened or I know what's happening and I know it's a bit kind of thing. You're also a comedian, so you get it. I'm also, yeah, I couldn't understand more. Like, I totally get it. But, like, and even, like, sometimes, like, we have misunderstandings and, like, that's a bit. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, I don't give a shit. Right. And, like, if the bit works, great. Exactly. I'd be more Even offended better. if you keep doing a bad bit. Exactly. But I could see like a someone who's not yep. doing stand-up comedy, aka a psychopath, being a little offended. A or, or, or fuck Christ. Imagine if like you had like a relationship that was like ending at like six month mark, where it was serious enough, but also if you were like letting on hints, that guy's got to be listening, right? I don't know. I feel like people super close to me don't listen. Yeah. Yeah, like well, close, like the, especially like non-comic friends. I think yeah. that they don't really dig into it. It's like the like more established comics, their friends stop coming to the show. Kind exactly. Of the yeah, same 100%. Thing. Yeah. They like, they listen to the start or whatever and they're like, eh. Do you yeah. remember anything where you were like uncomfortable where someone mentioning them in the podcast, they mentioned it in real life where like, you're like, ooh, God, you because that must have happened for the first time just hosting podcasts where, and you, it doesn't have to be a specific time, but like one time we were like, Oh shit! Right, like I broadcast a lot of my life. Oh, I'm just trying to. Th- I mean, if it was somebody, I don't think it. I think it would be like a Tinder match or something. Yeah. Like, like I have a joke being like, uh, I just found out that you cry when you come. Like, like that. That, <laughs> that was a do very do deep. That? that was a very deep thing that I admitted on the show. And you cry when you come. Yeah, I do. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Not that so much anymore. Antidepressants. Good for you, boo. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, it's a good way for them to know that they did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> right. Gonna Can't make, fake tears. <laughs> gonna make this bitch cry. Can't fake tears. Claire, I need another beer. Do you want to take over for a few minutes? I can get your drink. All right, fine. Go get a drink. Do you want oh me to take God. over for a minute? Do you need to go to the bathroom? No, I just thought it'd be a funny thing to do. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> 
We should put some like like music transition music. Sure. Roll ad, please plug your album. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Claire Belford here to promote my album that came out five months ago. Oh, shit. I don't know. I can't count. Mm-hmm. Big, big hot off the presses. Yeah. Promotion. <laughs> yes, it is called Last Call with Dan Hendrick. No! It's your album you're promoting. It's called The Entire Cabbage. Don't you dare. It's The Entire Cabbage. (laughs) Please listen to it. Download it. Stream it. Um, I adore you, by the way. Oh, Sarah. I adore you. (laughs) I regret picking Vanessa. (laughs) I love you, Vanessa, too. And then later you were talking about your friend Vanessa on Gottage, and I was like, is that that bitch Vanessa that got the spot on the podcast? (laughs) You'd really like Vanessa. Yeah, probably. She's, um, she's, an actress, very funny, writes a lot of sketch comedy. That's yeah. the end of the Claire intermission. I, I don't have the the no, five up. blue lobster energy that oh, you, you have. You wish it was five. <laughs> We're doing solo with Claire soon. Okay. It's gonna happen. Sarah McClellan, and, famously and, on antidepressants. And, and Dan won't be in the room when Claire does her solo episode. I hope not. I'd love to get some juice. Um, you've been on antidepressants for a while. I feel like you really well documented it. For like the first couple weeks. Yes. Which like I was super interested in as a sad person and with several friends on antidepressants recently. But like, how do you feel a couple months in? Like you're, you're deep in, like this is why we're well past the introductory period. I've noticed noticeable changes. Yeah. In mood. So I was put on them for ADHD. Okay. I was not diagnosed with clinical depression. To be actually also, di- how did you get diagnosed with ADHD? I that seems a, like such an intimidating task to get done these days. Two-hour assessment. Really? Zoom From call. Where? How? With a psychiatrist. How do you get a psychiatrist? Um, you got to get a referral from a family doctor. You have a family doctor? I do. Wow. Must be nice. I lost her contact info for a bit, though, because of ADHD. Um, (laughs) But don't you have a family that also is correlated with them? No, because I got got her here in Halifax. Oh, wow. Shit. Were you on a wait list or something? So, well, I couldn't find her for a bit. Then I fell when I was rollerblading. (laughs) I went to the emergency room. (laughs) I remember that day, and I saw you on, it was an Instagram story, and it was you being like, I'm trying something new. (laughs) And you have your stupid little helmet on, your stupid little wrist guards. And I like in my like, there's just a part of my brain is like, never try anything new, don't do anything new ever. And then I saw you do that. I'm like, I never do that. And then the next day it was like, you'd be like, I'm crippled. I'm like, I was why we don't try new stuff. Because do you know the feeling when you get, but also good for you, a soccer ball in your gut, and you get the wind knocked out of you. No, I've been punched by giant men before. But you yeah. know the feeling of having the wind knocked out. Yeah, of you? oh, one hundred percent. I had that. Not a soccer ball. Is not I had that do for it. hours. Yeah. What was what happened to you? I have no. They said it was like a spinal fracture. Did you like land on your tailbone? Yeah. Your coccyx. Yeah, but there was nothing they could. They just gave me some pain. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. And just no cast for your bum. But when I was at the emergency, they asked oh. me, "Do you have a family doctor?" And I said, "I do, but I can't remember her name. I lost the contact information." And uh, they looked it up Jesus and found it. Christ. So then <laughs> I found her info. Finally, took the step to actually fucking. <laughs> Actually, no, fun fact. I got the referral to the psychiatrist through a different doctor. What am I doing? I'm just making sure you have one. I don't know if you did. 
<laughs> I almost gave you my drink. No, no, I was just checking. I wanted to give you one in case you didn't oh, have wonderful. one. You're so accommodating. I'll totally take one of these. Oh, you want to take yeah. my drink here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a good host. I got the referral from a different doctor through virtual care because we were on lockdown at the time. Yeah. Uh, so I paid 50. It's a long story. I paid 50 bucks to get it. I was like, whatever, best 50 bucks I've ever spent. Yeah. Just give me the goddamn referral. Uh, Kirsten did some research for me and found like two female psychiatrists in Halifax who do them. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a dude who does ADHD assessments and he's kind of a creep. So cool. with women. With, he's not great with women. So I was like, I'm going to stay away from Just men. from personal experiences or like- uh, reviews on oh, his. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. They did that on Google and Reddit. So reviews and Reddit told me. Nah, well, nah, I like nah, that nah. one dentist who's a perv in Halifax. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, it was it was a eight month wait list to actually see the psychiatrist. Yeah, that's wild. I remember like I had like when I was like at my saddest at one point, I tried to like I tried to go look for help. And then I realized that it was going to be like a year wait. And I'm like, but oh, listen, but you've, but you've already gone so long without it. So what's another? Well, I, I happen to get out of it. I I personally happen to get out of it, but a lot of people wouldn't. I can imagine a lot of people be like, "I'm at my worst. I had a, a moment of clarity to try to find help. Oh, it's a year. Fuck this. Right? Wow. Like, I mean, you. Could, I mean, I think there's other ways you could go about it without waiting. But probably, I, yeah. But I was just like, I really wanted to be a woman. I wanted, like, I I don't know. It was just this weird thing where I was like, I'll just I'll just sure. wait. I'll just wait. Yeah. Uh, and then it was two hours. They then diagnose you and send you like a treatment plan, essentially. Yeah. So like medication. And you feel great? Yeah. Uh, mood wise, like like things don't affect me as much. I don't get worked up about things anymore. That like, would normally work me out. Do you feel like your baseline just higher, or are you within a range? Baseline's higher, I think. So, but like the highs are so high. <laughs> yeah, but like they're a little lower. Maybe, yeah. but like, like sad is just I say it's like sad with an Instagram filter. You're still sad. Yeah, but it's but it's not. It's not half as bad as it used to be. Yeah. Does it affect not, sex stuff? Not a, this with one that I'm on doesn't, and it, it increases doesn't? it. Increases it. Damn, that's well, the last thing you needed. Well, no, because I lost my sex drive for a long time. Because you're sad, or because you're on stuff. Sad. Oh. And just juice, juices weren't Mama's flowing. Back. Juices weren't flowing. Um, and so Wellbutrin uh, doesn't affect sex drive and it actually makes you less hungry. So they yeah. call it the horny skinny drug. Yeah, I have two friends who just started Wellbutrin and both of them are like, they have to set alarms to eat. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah, you have to remind yourself to eat. I feel like I should get on it. I mean, like it is... Um, it's interesting doing it to treat ADHD because I think the the theory is if you're feeling better mood wise, you'll be more healthy to like manage your ADHD more because it doesn't really yeah. help with focus that much. Yeah. But it, it, the mood impacts have been amazing. But do you find yourself focusing more? Because I feel better. Oh, Right? Yeah, so it's indirect here. treatment. So I'm going to stay on it for a bit, but like I might be put on Ritalin soon. If I find that it's not, if I find that I'm still like wanting more focus. Do you want more focus? Sure. Yeah. I'm a workaholic. I, I could always use more. That's a crazy thing about mental illness is like every time someone like talks about their experiences, everyone's like, well, I would like that too. But it's like, where's the line? Like, where's the line of medication versus like. Yes. Just regular human existence. You well, you're not mean? supposed to be on it forever, too. That's the thing, too. Oh, yeah? Well, you're really not. Yeah. Like, not with antidepressants, anyway. You're supposed to be on it long enough to get healthier so that you 
I mean, this is just me talking out of my ass, but in my mind, it's like, you are you're the most well-versed in this room. So Joe Rogan says, go ahead. You'd be happy enough to say, get therapy or do be healthier. Do you do therapy? No, I'm my own therapist. You're looking for one? I'm my own one. You're your own one. That's how I see it. That sounds like someone who kills himself in six months. <laughs> Me, personally. Well, thank I, mean, God. I, would, I would love one. I just can't afford it right now. Thank yeah. God you got that psychology degree. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, no. psychology oh, degree it. that we assumed you psych- have. I love psychology stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> I truly- Speaking of assumptions, what's your unpopular opinion? Oh. Don't hate me for this, but it's time for unpopular opinion. Glad Sarah, producer Sarah's not here for this one. Um, okay. Oh my God! Why? Why is the tea? We, we disagree on this, and it's fine. I still love her to death. She's the sweetest person I've ever met. She's a real Brian Otter. <laughs> she is. A, I do think I, she's. A, a new guys are a great match too. Like when we were talking earlier about yeah. like conflict or whatever. I mean, you guys don't have a lot of conflict, but we don't know. There's enough differences. Oh, I adore talking. Yeah, I literally think your only downfall is both being named Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think genuinely, like, maybe she should have been named Nicole when she came on here. She right? Her name or oh, that's like that. true. We could give our stage, been... a podcast stage name. That would be fine. I wish... We have Saucy Sarah. Saucy and non-Saucy. You have a, Saucy uh, and Salty. I don't know how many times you run into it, but I personally wish I had a stage name. Just with Hendrickson? I just like, hate my last name. That's my... Th- like, Sarah, yeah. like, my middle name is Louise. I don't know if Sarah nah, Louise... I can't do Louise. Yeah, I right? can't do Louise. But even, like, I have, like, a... a Hendrickson's pronounceable, but, like, mm. nine times out of ten new people will spell it wrong. Like, Christ, I don't know what I got to do in this city for Meg McCracken to spell it right. She just thinks my name is Dan Hendrickson at this point. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I don't care. But, like, oh she'll gosh. say it to my face, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I don't give a shit. God but like, bless her. I'm having her on as a guest at some point. Oh, my God, I love her. She's, uh, she's so best, funny. She's yeah. got the best laugh in the city. She's, and she's just down. got such a great, like, just the way she's, she talks is so unique. Oh, yeah. And she's, like. And the warmest vibe. Like, how does she create, like, she created that, like, Foggy Funnies, like, one of the best top three rooms in the city out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it's so good, and it's, like, a safe space. And Very good place to go to just awesome. try new things. 100%. Yeah. Throw oh, yeah. the wall, like just pop in if you want. Like, yeah. well, I don't know how she did it. I wish I'm there this Sunday. It's a gift. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It, yeah. Foggy Funnies is a real gift, especially having the North End, not having to go downtown for a good show. What I find great about her is. <laughs> She's very happy and excited about comedy. I yeah. find. Oh yeah. I find that that can dim yeah. the more you do. Thank <laughs> God Andrew Vaughn really well. wasn't around when she started, or he would have shat on it. Right. So quick. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined it. Unpopular opinion. Unpopular right? opinion. Yeah. Unpopular opinion. Okay, so I have. Shh, shh, everybody, be quiet. Unpopular I have opinion. Two that are kind of related to the same thing. <laughs> wow. I which love is how you doubled up on both which, of which, your which fucking is, segments. Which is Just marriage. Been, so, so marriage. So okay. Unpopular opinion. I fucking hate it when when you're common law with someone, a partner, and you call so say you're a woman with a man and you're common law with that man and you call him hubby. Oh. You are not hubby. Preach. I I'm sorry. I don't care if it yay, we're essentially married. You're not. You never got married. You're not engaged. You've just been living together for a long time. And if you have a healthy relationship, be proud of that. There's no need to say hubby when you're not actually married. Yeah. It drives me insane. A lot of people I really love do this. And I don't fight it. 
I don't fight it, but I don't. <laughs> you're taking notes like a therapy oh, yeah. session. No, I'm just. Um, I'm thinking about what I want to say when you're done. Uh, and um, and then the other unpopular opinion I have is that long engagements are bullshit. I never understood that the whole long engagement thing. I totally get like that wedding planning is very difficult and it takes time. But people who are like, oh yeah, we're just like indefinitely engaged or like takes like we'll two get married years. eventually. Uh, besi- that, COVID, that COVID besides, obviously, COVID but aside, like, it's yeah. wild. I feel like if you're gonna like if you're gonna engage, like also if you're gonna, like surprise engagements, weird me out. Yeah, you shouldn't be that, like you're like oh my god, I'm so surprised you engaged. I'm like oh, you guys should have talked about everything right? before you got engaged. You should like, know it's it coming, like, but also not know it's coming. Yeah, it, it, the day should be a surprise, right. but the idea should be a, a, a boring notion at that point. It's wild <laughs> to think people pop the question and be like, we need two years to figure things out. Be like, what are you talking about? Like, I think getting engaged without the intent to get married is you putting a label on yourself, like a status label. I'm my fiance to. Be, feel like you're better than other people, um, because why else would you do it? Like if you make her happy, if you're literally or? just doing it to say I'm engaged and I have a fiance and we'll get married at some point, but like we're in, I don't know. I just feel like it's one or the other. Either be happily unmarried, just 100 percent, or yeah. get engaged. And I think a year or to a year and a half is reasonable, but anything above that is. Um, but again, it's just. Maybe it's my age coming through because I am turning 35 where I yeah. go, if, if I eventually get into a relationship and we're together a year and you propose, I'm getting married quick. Like, yeah, you, you, you better like, this is what you're getting. I'm there's motivated. no more, there's more, no more self-discovery. I'd be yeah. motivated to, yeah, to have a short engagement just to not have to call somebody fiance. What a bullshit term. What an terrible name. Oh, yes. Fiance. I'm all for a legal private ceremony and then Big surprising time. your friends with a party all for it also all for the surprise wedding idea invite your friends to an engagement party get yeah. married all get for married. it yeah oh i saw a great tiktok the other day it was like <gasps> do you see that one no they're like but- they're doing like uh it was a it was a wedding and they're like we all in the in the minister or like whatever that person was was like i just want you all to know that these people have said that they both love each other and they're going to commit the rest of their lives to each other one year ago. And they actually got married in private one year ago. Oh, my and God. And this is Wonderful. the most elaborate one-year anniversary party you've ever been to. Right? And then that was the rest of the evening. They're just like, yeah, we, we got married a year ago. We said, fuck it, and did it. And that is true love. You don't you don't I, care about the show. You do know, not care about the show. I guess, yeah. I know a couple that got married and didn't tell anyone, and then they had, a like, a party. They, they like, told all their friends on their one-year anniversary. Yeah, I do like it. Wouldn't be what I would. That's be. what I say. <laughs> but I do. I do appreciate yeah. that. Um, I would. I like. I would like someone to be so excited that they would want to share it publicly. Yeah, but I it's also, it's also sneaky to have a little secret. Yeah, it is a little sneaky. That's I what like, I like. I like the. I mean, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be what I would do. Exactly. I don't, I don't think I could. I don't think I have that composure. I, yeah. Yeah. All for a small wedding, though. I think the more people, the more pressure you have to, like, oh, yeah. give in to what other people want. And oh, I just hope there's another pandemic. What other people want is wild. <laughs> right? Yeah. Family and shit? Like, it's your day. I've Like, during the pandemic, I've got a couple of people who messaged me, like, hey, uh, we're getting married. Uh, we would love to have you there. But just with pandemic, we can't have you. And every time I've been relieved. And there's been a couple of times where people have been like, hey, pandemic, we'd love to have you there. I'm like. All good. Cool. But like either way, I love being at weddings. I love not being at weddings. That's right. It doesn't matter. It's literally only about the couple. Just do whatever That's they want right. every fucking time. Like I've never been offended. 
and never been more delighted to not I actually fucking love go weddings. spend I'll go to Anchor I love weddings too I approach it like birthdays yeah. your birthday if I care about you and you want to do something crazy for your birthday I'm down let's do it I approach it like but podcast anniversaries it, I'll be there oh uh, yeah <laughs> what's like the aniver- podcast anniversary like the the gifts like so like one oh, year also oh my god I haven't been dinging my own bell five of them I'm also talking a lot so feel free to write me on <laughs> It's, no, this is literally the whole point of this. How, what are we at for time? Uh, we are at 2.20. Oh, shit! I think we're going to go for five hours, right? <laughs> One hour for every year? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Rogan, we've officially... This is what I've written Rogan. down. Hubby, not till you've been married for five years. Not five. No, just married at all. Okay, fine. Well, that's... You can also opinion. say... This is my other thing. You can also say it in private. That's... I'm even okay... I think you can say it as a joke. I'm okay with that. Saying it in private, but to go, my hu- my husband, it's like, no, 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 you're not, you didn't actually, you're, yes, you're common law, which is an achievement, but I don't know. Yeah. I like, I like, I jokingly refer to partners like the old ball and chain, but like, that's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah. All right. What do you I, have on your paper there? I actually have two more. Uh, oh, is, popular opinions, yeah. I guess. Never mind. Oh. You've been, one's, one's a you've silly been one. silenced for too long. And mama's out her shell. <laughs> I think I got like one question left, but oh, it's yeah. trash. <laughs> is it? Okay. my Just really quickly. Um, burrito salad bowls are better than burritos. I appreciate that so much. Their burritos are fucking messy. I've never been into a burrito and yeah. had sauce not spew out the other side. Burrito bowls bowl, are bullshit. It's everything. So today I got a burrito bowl from And you get way more. And they sometimes give you chips and you can dip your chips in the mixture of the fucking burrito. And you can manage like the combination. You can save it. If you bite into a burrito, you'll get just straight lettuce or something. Whatever you want. Yeah, it's all mixed up. It saves better. Oh, good. Rice and pita. Fantastic. Or not pita. Yeah. Burritos don't save well. They get soggy. So that's, I think that that's unpopular. Burritos are great when you're on the go or with your with people moving. Besides that, burrito <laughs> that's bowl, so that's it. Honestly, yeah, like... I love yeah. the burrito bowl so much. I like. I make breakfast burritos every once in a while because I mm. think they're fun. And the thing I like about them is I know we're going to sit down and eat them right away. And a burrito limits how much you can put in there. So you don't overdo it. But for Sorry. example, tonight before we came over here, we had burrito bowls. And they were pretty hefty because you can put as much as you want into them. And you get a bitter deal every fucking Where'd time. Where'd you go? Habaneros? No, 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 just You made them. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. You guys are so cool. Yeah, we're, we're super cool. We're in love. It's great. He's um, cooking. Love but yeah, it. no, it's, yeah. Brutal lot of every fucking time. That's not, not an unpopular opinion. Okay. That is the fuck. You're preaching the gospel, sister. Uh, and then my last one is just like, Joe Rogan's not that bad. Relax. Yeah. I, do you know what? I have this on my piece of paper. Sarah McClellan, uh, noted Joe Rogan apologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was just listening to a podcast today, and then you went like, uh, like Sarah wasn't even uh, ready for it. You went on a, on, a, on a fucking stream about how Joe Rogan ain't that bad, which I also agree on. I feel like if you take advice from a fucking five seven comedian, you got a lot more problems. Do I love the guy? Maybe not. No. He's kind of a dumb dumb sometimes. Yeah, he's not a smart guy, but he's a fine man. He's very motivated. I'd but, argue that he is smart. It, I think he's just open minded. I don't think he's personally smart. Not smart on everything. He's not smart enough to be a good comedian. I've never seen a stand-up. It's terrible. Is that? He's a bad comic. All he is is he's a very open mind and he's he's open curious to ideas. Curious as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a curious gentleman. Yeah. And sometimes the wrong ideas are a little bit more sensational. And he's good for like putting 
both sides. That's right. On. More so uh, than the news does. I, I also just really don't like people who automatically jump to Joe Rogan sucks because it's the cool thing to do. It's the, definitely it's the, yeah. the feminist thing to do. for a long time, like from way before it was cool. I just don't like listening to him. I just find him so irritating. Like, yeah. I hate seeing him in interviews, the way he holds himself and like, uh, he's very cocky. Very yeah. like it's it's very oh, so uh, greater than thou. I can't handle it. It's one of those things, though. I do feel like any comic would still go on his podcast. Oh like, yeah, without question. I would do it for sure. But you do it just to get the, think, those views, but like, but you'd have to do it because comics are essentially they're. I think most comics are comics first, and they have their morals second. Like, yeah, I genuinely think, yeah, especially with Rogan, is like. As far as his reach is, which is hilarious that we're talking about this. I don't think we're going to get on there. But, like, yeah, it's wild to see how far his reach is. But, like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. I just, I, I, I like the show for the guests, I always say. Like, I don't necessarily yeah. like him, but I like the podcast. I like the conversation. Um, yeah. He's good at keeping a conversation going because he's and got just, fucking three thousand episodes of fucking four hours of bullshit. That's right, and yeah. I and I do like that he has. I think his apologies were decent apologies. I did, yeah, yeah. No, I I saw one of them. I didn't see both, but I definitely. I think in terms of an apology criteria, that's the best you're gonna get. Oh yeah, there's no. I fucked up. I I I, I didn't this research. Gonna do. This is what I'm going to do. This change. is what I'm going to do better. And zero he's been doing pe- it. Zero people have done an apology and been forgiven. That's the thing. You it's can't fucking win damage these days. Control. You so, can't win. Yeah. You can't win. And I feel like a lot of people who have been forced to make apologies aren't forgivable. And that's fine. You can see past whatever thing they've done. Yeah. But yeah, just. But I do think it's unpopular because I think, especially amongst women, amongst my women friends, I'm kind of just like, I like I listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm kind of like hiding. Uh, oh. I, I I found a clip from uh, the podcast with Derm and Mitch. Yeah, where Mitch goes, he was trying to roast me, and he was like, "Sarah, you're a Joe Rogan fan, and you also say that you're a feminist. Pick one." Like, yeah. <laughs> like that was his joke. It's pretty. Good. And then I went Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm a JR boy. But uh yeah, I feel like they're like his listenership is probably gotta be 85 percent men at the at the probably least. Yeah. probably. I think you're you're rare in the rare sense. breed. Oh um, yeah, not everybody's like her. She's different. <laughs> All no. right, so we've done oh. rants. I can't do an assumption. I know you too well. No, well we, nice. we told her the assumption about psychology. We I thought you took a psychology in school. I took a psychology course. That's not enough. Uh, there's also what's wrong with you. So All this right. segment came up be- after your episode. Okay. Your solo episode. Famously a good bud. Two, one, three. I wasn't doing what's wrong with you when you were on. All right. So no. what's wrong with you? Tell us. This is t- Claire. I'm the host. Sarah. Well, Just, we'll do a rec- record scratch. Sarah. What's wrong with you? There's a lot. <laughs> Name two or three. Um, let's go with loneliness. Um, feeling not connected to other humans. Yeah. No matter how hard I try. So this is what I was talking to Sarah about today. The idea of you guys mentioned earlier 
It's that I'm very open and you have no assumptions because it's hard because you know me so well. Yeah. When you are someone who does that and shh, you're just like, this is who I am. Here's my heart. Here's everything I am. Yeah. And people don't understand that and don't connect with that. It is incredibly lonely. Mm. I don't yeah. know if people don't understand it or don't connect with it. They do though. Cause I find friendships very, very hard and relationships very, very hard. Well, I, I struggle with friendship and also romantic relationships. I think both are hard for everybody. I think you maybe you're examining those two things under too harsh of a lens. Maybe. Yeah. I, like, I could be, you, you could be right. I'm like, like, I'm a lot of the exact opposite of you. And I find both extremely difficult. Like I don't tell nobody shit. <laughs> and it's st- I still find it wildly difficult. Yeah. It to is, be an adult and maintain a relationship and or any friendships. Like it's one of those things where I just go, like, I'm really showing you who I am and you're still misperceiving who I am. Yeah. And that's why Scott and I get along so well, I think, in, in some weird way. Because I, I do think he feels the same way as me. Uh that said he puts his foot in his mouth a lot and argues a lot and steps into things probably more than he yeah. should. Yeah, that's an interesting foil. Yeah, it's like I I, this is sad, but sometimes I feel like I don't leave a mark on people, both friendship and romantic in the sense of I'm a secondary friend to a lot of people, but not necessarily like a close friend. Um, I feel like that's everybody though. Uh, I feel like there's a lot. I feel like that uh, for me personally, like I always debate. But you have some best friends. You named like I, five I have on a the couple. podcast. I have you a missed, couple for sure. You missed a big one too. And I missed a big one. Uh, <laughs> you? Apolo- no, no, apologies to Owen. Oh. <laughs> After that episode, and then I listen, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I think I think I said it. I'm like, you didn't say Owen. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 crazy lucky to have grown up with it. But like in my adult life, adult as far as, are tough. Oh my god, it's almost impossible. It's, it's almost so it's, hard. It's in, like it's like fuck Everest. Like making a friend as an adult, like past 25, is yes. insane. Yes. So yeah, it's just it's one of those things where I worry that you're too hard on yourself about. So here, but here's the difference friendship. between like, you and relationships I. are difficult. Difficult, but like the difference between you and I is you said that you're not an overly open. You're not. You're not an open heart like I am. You're yeah. Not no, no. No. A bleeding open heart like I am. Um, the difference would be vulnerability hangovers because that's what you get when you do put yourself out there. So hard yeah and you don't so the output is extreme and the input is very minimal yeah no you're so you're true there yeah and that's where you get the concept of being lonely and not in the sense of like i'm single or you know what i mean it's like a different kind of loneliness it's like i'm not connected to like the human species yeah no which is incredibly sad so that definitely that's i think at the root of a lot of my issues the other one being i'm a workaholic and i do too much i take on i take on far too much stuff yeah five years of a podcast yeah but like just generally speaking it's too much uh i do too much and live too little do you think like that's something that's like fixed or is that something that you just need to find a specific person that fits into that lifestyle i think it's a little of both yeah because I think I'll always be a be a hard worker mm. and always want to do a lot, but my big there's thing, no way you can stop at this point. No, and it's what I want to do for a career. Yeah, so like exactly. me doing this is I'm trying to. This is what I want to yeah. do. So obviously I'm going to work very hard at it. But for me, it's like I need to prioritize balance uh, between all the things in my life, and I I need I need to have fun and like just hang out with friends every now and then or like go for a walk or exercise a mosey. all these things balance a slow walk i really struggle with balance yeah. i think it's a major major thing that you've gotten this diagnosis yeah and you're on this path now and it's I, think that, I think that that's gonna make 
a huge difference oh, yeah. in terms of like how you feel you can connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, for just for me personally, like I, what you were saying really resonated with me. And for me, I started going to therapy. Yeah. There it and is. Yeah. it was like, Light there, was just, there was just things that I, there was, there was coping me- mechanisms I was using yeah. that I didn't have any fucking concept. Like I had no clue that I was using and it kept me so unable to really be yeah really your best self really be myself but but like to really connect with people connect with people uh attachment styles are huge like i'm a anxious attachment so i assume everyone's gonna leave me Mm. Uh, which is a, a big issue uh when you've gotten close to people and then they disappear so that's like even with this is the end of the episode, so I'll say it. Like, working with Sarah, like, I'm scared to push her into too much work. And I'm always just like, but if you don't want to, that's cool. I'll just do it myself. Yeah. Like, I, I instantly turn to, I like, control. And um, it's it's a weird thing. The anxious attachment style is not a good one no. to no, be. Yeah. It's stressful and emotionally exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> just oh. got super deep. I'm sorry. No, it's fair. It's but super yeah, there interesting. It is. What's wrong with me? No, yeah, no. I'm a it's, lonely it's... workaholic. <laughs> I have a really good Instagram account to recommend. To oh, you. please send it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I love shit like that. Chloe loves that one. Um, yeah, but like, I feel like with like even like the Tinder and stuff like that, and a lot of like the talk on this podcast is like dating focused. Yeah. Like why? Why do you value having a partner so much? Do you want to know what? Do you what? feel like, is, is, is it validity or is it like, just like God pure damn, loneliness? Huge question. Or, or what? <laughs> well, this is a huge question because it's changed. Just a huge question. I know, but listen, we got 30 more minutes to fill to get to thir- three hours here. It's Claire, shi- would you grab me another beer? <laughs> it's shifted now. Oh, shifted. Uh, do you know what? That makes me happy. I feel like it's for the best. I don't know if you'll be so happy. All right. With how it's shifted. Man, shit. I realized that what it. Claire, beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me another IPA. Um, uh, I I think it's just wanting to have a home like family unit. Yeah. So now I uh, want to be a mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love so like, that. I now mind you, this has only been Thank since the new you. year. So I'm still, I still Jesus think it might Christ. be a phase. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. We're only a month and a half. And yeah, so you I'm, want gi- I'm giving it a year. Giving it a year. Fair. That's how what I do with tattoos. If I want a tattoo for a year, I'll get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I have a friend who who did it through sperm donor and is radiantly happy. And how old were they when they did it through the sperm donor? Not it's around not my the, age. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I'm turning thirty five, so it's not it's not a you have time. It's a you could mean me. Like it, like the language changes to be. Yeah. A there's bit definitely more, a tone change. Like it's a high risk pregnancy at this point, right? And and I I never wanted kids before. I never. But I, I've gotten insane baby fever. I don't yeah. know why. But kids it, are kind of dope, though. But I do think it is like I, I think I just want a f- family because I'm at an age where it's like my sisters have their spouses. You are know, you like, the youngest? Yeah, I'm the youngest. Okay. I, I'm like By the only. I'm the only solo. Yeah, like six or seven years. That's a, such a weird vibe to have, though, being the only solo one. Like it I only grew up with a family of two, so there's no stress. Really, do you, know, do you know what it's like being a 35 year old woman and sleeping on a couch I in a family cabin because you're like be the only single one? That is weird. Is it a pullout? Uh, I don't know, but like we, we want to do a cabin Did retreat. You pull and- it out. <laughs> 
it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's happening it's soon. But like, idea. It, it's one of those things where it's like not considered. It, like, it's just like, yeah, we'll put her wherever. Yeah, yeah. She's single. Um, Maybe the floor because she's a dog. I've, yeah. I've kind of learned to accept that. Like, I just got to be happy without a partner. And if a partner comes around, cool. But like, and that is the way I'm, to be, though. Like, you I'm, have to... I'm now very much so just like, how can I be happy? Like, and fulfilled without that. Because it, it, it will drive you crazy. Wanting, Lord knows it drove me crazy. Wanting to date, yeah. like, wanting being like desperate like that yeah, for yeah. as long as I had, yeah, ruined, had been. Ruined my 20s. Your 20s? Like, always wanting a girlfriend? Oh, yeah, big time. They're trying to make things work when they weren't going to work. Big time. Yeah, and I mean, that's, I mean, I think for me, because I really haven't dated, the most I dated a guy was like five dates in 10 years. That's wild. What is happening? You're yeah. a lovely person. But I'm, I have very high standards. That's wild. And it's very rare that it totally. I know people you've had a crush on and they are not high standards. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, we talked about <laughs> my, it. My voice goes high pitched. Yeah. Um, well, didn't she have a crush on you at one point? A very small. Who doesn't? <laughs> the table. Yeah, not, very small crush. Not high enough standards. You're, not high enough standards. Your crush didn't last long. Sorry. No, that's fine. But what? Well, as soon I as I expected to. Uh, it's. <laughs> hang on. There we go. All right, perfect. <laughs> wherever, wherever it is. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I kicked the table out with my foot. I think I, I'm also very leery to go on just dates with anybody because I don't want to re- reject anyone. Okay. So that's another issue I have. Yeah, that's mm. fair. I don't date around as much because I uh, hate rejecting people. It's so exhausting. That is yeah. exhausting. I like. I was really bad. Um, I used to go on a bunch of dates with people, but then I would just kind of like let it phase out. Right. I wouldn't like like let it drag on too long before I said something. But like I felt like the general tone would be that it would phase out. Now it was a fizzle out. Yeah. Yeah. Taxing, it's not quite a ghost. Also, You're not that douchey. No. It, no. It was never a ghost. Like I no. never. Uh, I would always let my text be the last text right. unanswered, and then just don't follow up. <laughs> yeah, and just let it die. And like if I did go back now, I would change it and just tell people exactly how I felt because I wouldn't yeah. want anybody to do that. But it's one of those weird things where I went on a lot of first and a couple seconds. See, I don't date a lot. Like I, yeah. I, I do the apps. Um, but to get me to the date, you gotta feel special because that doesn't. I don't do that. There's yeah. one guy that was like, I really thought was something, and it was right around the time that Andrew fucking died, and we had his, that cocksucker. It had it. We had a ceremony of uh, life, the God. the the event, whatever we call it, ceremony of life, celebration of life. Yeah, that thing in that um, legion. And I, I huh. stopped texting him, and I. Should, shouldn't have and then when I wrote him he was like who's this and I was like oh shit yeah. you, you delete my number fuck me but I, I saw him on Instagram recently and I was like I've, I'm thinking about just sending a message being like hi I don't know if you remember me but we went on a date and I, I thought you were really cute like 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 just because what, yeah, what, what do I have not? what do I have to lose at this like Zero. literally nothing yeah. literally nothing shoot or shoot I'd go for it shoot or shoot not. it was yeah. very attractive also a podcaster uh-huh. okay maybe said too much <laughs> Is it Ryan Williams? No. What? Uh, who? Uh, when, I went to Oasis last night and I saw that there was a guy in the um, on the lineup named Ryan Williams. What? And Ryan Williams. And then, I, and then I Instagrammed him and there was this really handsome black fella who like has like a photography business and like a podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah, I did his cover. Like, it's it's got to be this guy. And then no. I went, it's Ryan Williams who I know now who's like the sweetest little pumpkin of a, fun a, fact. a white little gay fella. And he's fucking the best. I love him dearly. Fun uh, fact. I don't know. Fun fact. I don't know fun fact. Let me say the fun fact. I, think I met him at a sex party. What? Tell me about a sex party. 
I mean, it was just insane. Tell me specifically about a sex party. Well, like, like Ryan and I had been following each other for like, we're going to tell, he's going to do the podcast. We're going to tell the whole story, but like. No, story right now. Blah, 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 blah. Had known each other through Instagram and Tinder. What's a sex party like? <laughs> so do you know the, the place on uh, Gottagen with the anchor on the door? Sea Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Daddy's lived in this city. <laughs> Have you ever done one of the. Have you ever gone to a trade? sex party? No, I have not gone you, to a sex party. But did you but know about them? I know there was sex parties. I used to hang out with Jeremy Saunders a there lot, and he's a very fucking hip, fucking yeah, yeah. sexy fella. I went to one of those. It was called ORG, and it was like a private. <laughs> it's called ORG because that's what it was. Because that's what it was. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> they were very creative with the name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just a private party. I had an in, so I, I knew a guy. And his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I heard you had an out too. Hey, what? Had an in and out. <laughs> Uh, Not talking about hamburgers there, sweet thing. Yeah, that was the coolest, ex- one of the coolest experiences. Like, I'll, I'll be thinking about that. Like, it was just a fuck fest, just people walking around, just getting it in. So there's different rooms and there's different sections. Um, like, you can either rent a room or you can rent a locker and put your shit in. Yeah. Um, there's a hot tub area. Then there's all these little bedrooms where, like, things can happen and you can leave the door open or shut, depending on if you want people to watch. Um, craziest thing I saw was like a room full of really hot women on taking turns on a Sibian. Taking turns on a what? Sibian, which is it's like a motorized saddle that women use to jerk themselves off. Oh, no kidding. Mm. You don't Google enough. And then the basement, there was a blackout room, which is like you go in and anything can happen and you consent to anything happening to you. Uh, which is crazy. Like a dungeon type thing, uh, and a glory hole. All right. There's um, I have a story. <laughs> Very troubling thing for the host of a podcast to hear about his girlfriend saying. <laughs> Funny story. I was there. <laughs> it wasn't me. It's my friend's story, and I won't say. Yeah, her friend name um, uh, Blair Belf Clareford. <laughs> but I I have a friend, uh, a, a couple, and I guess like every time she would get drunk, she would like. She'd really, she really wanted to have a threesome. She really wanted them to have a threesome. She'd push this idea all the time. And then, like, there's there's this sex club in Toronto called Oasis. Uh, funny oh. enough. Yeah, they got $12 pictures. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and so finally, like, it was, like, Pride or something, and they were drunk, and she was, like, really, like, we should, we should do it tonight. Let's go to Oasis tonight. And so they go to Oasis, and... But it was so funny, because even in the story, like, when I heard the story, he was like, and I know her. Like, I know... Like she's she's she doesn't drink much. She doesn't drink often, so she's gonna get tired soon. Like, <laughs> yeah. But they go and they wait in line for a long time. They paid like a hundred bucks each to get in or something. Yikes! And then Fuck. they got they get their towels and then they go in and they get in there and and she's like, <laughs> she's like, everyone here is hideous. Yeah, that's <laughs> interesting. My experience was the opposite. I was shocked yeah. how attractive everyone was. Uh, and it was cool because like you would talk to me. It, it was really like a regular party, except not, it was a fucking. N- not a lot of clothes, and there were sexy rooms, and yeah. you would they served soup, which was strange. <laughs> like, the worst thing to drink right? at a sex party. Uh, I think taquitos at minimum. But like I was shocked how like attractive everyone was. Yeah. It was a very sexy situation. And then, everybody I know knew in like Halifax who's like very 
Orgy Focus has like been pretty good looking. Like, well, I, I mean, would like, go I again like, in a heartbeat. That sounds way more exclusive. Like this, like yeah, sex you, club is just like anybody can get. In. Yeah, yeah, that's what you cover and stuff like that. Like here, you just had to pay for either a room or a locker, and that's how you got in. And but you I'll, had to be also vetted think as it's well. Also, in yeah, it's invite. Yeah, yeah so like yeah. I had my friend was there with his girlfriend. I went with them, and then we, and then I hooked up with two couples. Ooh. I'm a great fifth, fifth wheel. Good on you. Yeah. Life is for the living. Cool. <laughs> How recently was this? Um, way before lockdown. It would have been 2019, it December? Been February 2020. December 2019, maybe? Yeah. It was all, and, uh, and then I met Ryan there, and it was very fun. Like, we didn't do anything, but, like, we saw each other. Oh, he's it was, famously it, was, it was this awkward moment of, like, Fancy seeing you here. Oh my God. I can't imagine that in Halifax. It's like it, there, well, it's, the city's so small that everyone would be like, what's going on, bud? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you want to like, fuck my wife? Like it's like, it's uh, Halifax is such a three small towns pretending to be a city. And that was the thing. I was like, I can't do it with anyone I know too well. Cause like, was there other people there that you knew? Uh, no, other than the couple I came with and Ryan. No, no other people that I knew. Are, what's like the, like the, safety protocol like oh are, do people do people like use condoms and yes stuff or, yeah there was like condoms in like every corner of the place and people were using them from what i mm, so a lot of like so this is the other thing too a lot of people will like go with their partners and bang right so mm. like they wouldn't necessarily have to use condoms you want to be around people uh mm. i didn't get too close of a look to figure that out <laughs> fair 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 but like and there was no, yeah. I won't go into too much detail as to what I did, but there, it wasn't. Weird place to draw the line, McClellan. I know. Right? It's a very Turn these cameras off. Right? It's a very Daddy wants a juice. It, I will say, very safe, very consensual, and like the only thing you might find creepy is like as a if you're a lone female walking into that. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. The guys imagine. will be eyeing you down. Yeah. yeah. But they will never approach because it's very consensual. So right. you have to ask for everything. Yeah. Like anything you do, you need to ask consent. It's almost like real life. Almost. Or how it should be. <laughs> Are we done? I don't know. I don't know how we top this. I'm I have more questions. Oh shit. No. Claire's up. Books open. <laughs> end of the episode. I'm okay with talking stuff at the end of the So when you had I'm only interested, but I don't want to cross any lines. I'm sorry. When you had the experience that you, that you had with these two other couples, yeah. was it like did you guys was it pre because you say it's like very consensual obviously so was it like pre-discussed like everyone was like this is what I'm comfortable this is as far as I want to go or not, like how do you you just kind of not really it's kind of in the moment sexy situation happened we entered the room things started happening and then I think if it was like beyond like making out it would be like can I do this oh I see yeah and it was a lot of questions okay okay, okay. uh and I, <laughs> at one point I just went <laughs> <laughs> Can we all just agree we want to do everything? <laughs> Sounds like Mama's pretty horny. Second question. But I was just like, I was just like, can I touch this? Can yeah. I touch that? And then it was like five people. Yeah. So there was a lot of questions. Playing twist twister with consent. It was like a press conference with like Dr. Strang or something. Like <laughs> just tons tons Masks of off people. <laughs> you guys are all over Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, that yeah, I, I'm I have very a lot of jokes about the that fivesome, but like I've still never seen you do stand up. Oh my god, you don't want it. It's bad. Oh shit, I've been true. sucking lately. I just garbage trash, just not caring. Um, just like I'm not. I haven't been practicing or writing, and also like 
I'm just forgetting how to talk. Happens. Like, I, I like I'm this because I'm, I'm talking constantly, so it's I'm talking okay right now. Yeah. But like when you get up on stage, oh. it's a different thing. I've been got, super in my head on stage lately. Like there's so same. many factors that will affect uh, how I can perform on stage. Like yes. I'm really struggling with um, being new here. And like yeah. I'm in my head about that a lot. And oh. I feel like there's a lot. I'm like, everyone's like, I got to like live up to a certain expectation uh, or something. Yeah. Cause I'm like coming in as like a pro and I'm, I'm, I'm not on camera, but I'm using quotations. You and I think the same. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel you, but you, I, I can guarantee you, you do not have to worry about that. You mentioned something earlier though, about like having energy to be on stage. I forget what you're talking about, but like it really clicked with me. Like where you're like, Oh, I like, I think, I think it was when you started comedy that like you weren't working at the time. So you had energy beyond yeah, stage. I was resting. I connect with that so much because oh, like time. all of my stand up career, I've been working a day job and then running to a mic and then doing the best I can. Yeah. But like now, like right now I don't have a day job and I'm going to mics and I'm fucking crushing. Because like, you're rested. It, you have the, yeah, you have, have, you have decompression time. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, this is all I'm worried about. And nine times out of 10, I'm not writing. I'm not doing anything that's going to help my set, but yeah. I'm just going there and I'm arriving with you're not arriving eight exhausted. hours more energy yeah. than I had before. And yeah. And I'm doing really good. I think I should have been born with rich parents. Cause I feel like I could have been a very famous comedian. Oh my God. <laughs> one of, yeah. One of my best friends has rich parents. He doesn't think he has rich parents, but he's never had to He work. does. And, He's oh like, shit! That's insanely I'm, funny. For the first time, seeing what his life has been like, like the whole time that I've been working a job and going to mics and stuff after, and and now I'm not working a job and I'm like, holy yeah! Like what Dan is saying, just like interesting. It's, it's wild. Yeah, it the energy, th- and that's why I say like if you're comparing yourself to somebody. Look yeah. at their life. Yeah. Look at their life and and the factors yeah. that are working against you because those will come into play. Like, yeah. mm. like truly, truly, like if you work a crazy long day, eight hours, get off at 530 and you run home, you shove a granola bar on your face and then you're off to him. Like, yeah. you're flustered. You haven't decompressed. Like, you might be. I don't know. It's. It's wild. It's a lot. Stand up. Oh, like so everyone, like, let's take the pressure off. I could imagine a worse fun. thing for your life than stand-up comedy in a lot of ways. Like just to like go up there and do an, an incredibly highly stressful scenario that isolates you as a person. And now like suddenly your social scene, all your time is with also other people who Con- are psychopaths. Consumes you. It's fucking weird. I, I, I love it that. and I have zero regrets on my life, but like it's wild comparing it to some of my friends. Well, and I mean, I think too, like, uh, this is what I'll say. Kyle Carpenter, um, he and I had a, a cool talk one night where he essentially said, like, unless you are someone who really sees yourself doing this as a career, like this is your goalpost. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? That's and, and Travis has said that too. And that's and, why and, I asked that five year question. Cause like part of me is like, Sarah's so good at podcasting and she does. This is my up. love. Like, and, this but is I'm my, like, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't know if you can do both. Like it's really tough. I don't, I don't think there's enough time in the day for someone. They to actually, marry like, good together. So yeah, like, oh yeah, they're, they're if, definitely if I cousins. Got successful in one, I think it would help the other. But yeah. I haven't been what I consider successful in one yet. But also, you can be successful in one. But I think it has to be stand up and then comedy. Yeah, or uh, stand up the audience then first, and then bring the audience to I the podcast. I don't think you can do podcast then comedy. It's or it's it's. I it's don't hard. think you can do it. I think it's way harder. 
So what you're saying is my life is hard. Thank you. No, you, you really put it to expert mode as far as a white woman goes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. like Kyle Carpenter said, like, and I'll never forget. It, he's like, comedy is a leaky basket to put your eggs. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Like I've got extremely fortunate and it still doesn't make any sense. Like I've still, you couldn't ask for a more um, gifted and uh, privileged career coming out of Halifax and it's still, it doesn't make sense. But why do you do it? Why do you? Oh, because I fucking love it. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. So there you go. So right, that right there. So for yeah. me currently, I've been noticing, I've been having less fun. Yeah. And I, I, the, the, the This is the why fun. I moved to PEI because I, I reached the point where I'm like, I'm not having fun. There you go. And I'm not getting out. So I want to back out for a little bit and reassess. Like you have to keep. Because, yeah. like, if you're... I tried a new endeavor for a while, and then I tried stand-up again. I'm like, mm, daddy's got a taste for one thing. Right? And that's silly. And, and Travis is someone who, he needs, like, he needs to. He fills the most himself on stage. Yeah. That is his life. Like, to for be fair, me... that's the only thing you can fucking do. <laughs> Guy's useless as tits on a bull. But, like, for me, it's like, yeah, I've been finding, like, the social side of things less when I started I did feel like I was way more part of the community Uh, and then I I did feel that warm hug slowly loosening Yeah. Uh, and so now it's like no one's really at my same stage they're either really new or they've been doing it longer than me you'd be surprised so it's a lonely time how much comedy scenes will ebb and flow and like it's it's never going to be static and it's not going to stay how it is right now so not true. that it's bad right now, but you might not feel as at home right now as you it's a will valley. again. Peaks oh, and valleys. Yeah. And like lots of people take breaks. Yeah. Like uh There's I, no shame in a break. Uh, one of my best friends just kind mm. of was saying like something very similar to you, just like he wasn't feeling driven to do it like like he had used to be. He yeah. took about a year off and then about a year in like like into his time off, he was like I want to be back. To, all he wanted to do was write jokes. There you go. And that's that's the thing, too. If you're constantly grinding or working, you're not going to be inspired to write jokes. Yeah. You're not yeah. actually living life to write anything. Yeah. And that's my issue. I'm like, I got to live more mm. to actually write. 100%. Because now I'm just going back to old jokes. Like, I'm going back to the, the sex party joke and figuring out what new things I can add to it, which is fine. Better than nothing. Especially because everybody wants to know about this weird sex party. Right? <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, I, I fully support what you're saying. Yeah. Like, so I don't it's think, hard um, boundaries for me. Hard unless boundaries. you want to be like a national touring headliner comedian. I don't think there's any. And I don't. It's supposed s- to be fun. It's I supposed to be fun for everybody. I don't see myself as that. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I'm, it would lend well, though, to a career in podcasting to be able to have that. It would. Um, it would. That would sure. help to grow. You know your your podcast, yeah. yeah. But also, but Dan's like, right. I do think if you're a comedian, then if you if you're like Dan, Mister. By the way, I checked. I was just out of curiosity, my stupid brain going like thinking about like comics with a presence or a web presence, and I was yeah. like just looking at people on Instagram. I don't. You got a lot of followers. Oh yeah, I, yeah. So like, I got sixteen hundred followers. If I you're well known, like Dan is. People know you, like yeah. you, and you start a podcast, you have an instant listenership. A little bit, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so I, I did things wrong. You didn't do things wrong. Um, I just did you things You did harder. things great. I think, yeah. <laughs> I this, did things harder. That's I what have, it is. This is I a huge one. I have more win. followers than Dan, just want to say. Do you? How many followers do <laughs> you have? On uh, Instagram. On Instagram, I have 
1850. Fuck. Oh shit, she beat you by like 200. Just cause, just because she's posting pictures to me, that's all that is. Say I, do, I do follow way more people than he does. Yeah. Well, that's the key. I right? follow. I follow. Oh, I did a. I did like a story last night of like I followed eight. Eight more people followed me than I followed. I saw that. And I tried to find them. And I found like a couple like Emma Mater. I wasn't following. I'm like, how the fuck am I not following Emma Mater? And then I oh, followed her. Oh, yeah. There was a couple of people. Oh, actually, I don't follow that many more people than you. I follow like a hundred more people than you. All right. Well, that's the extra thousand. Anyway. Doesn't too matter. funny. Anyways. Yeah. We're, we're, listen, we're, we're at Rogan length now. We're coming at, yeah, we're coming at three hours. I feel like this is sufficient I'm as really far as. I'm really hitting my stride. Oh. I <laughs> got a couple questions? No. Well, I appreciate what you've done for this episode so much because I was not expecting that. I was not Good. expecting trivia. I was not expecting a video from Travis. I was not expecting... How much did you think it was Whitney Cummings? I really wanted oh, you to think it was Whitney Cummings. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Originally, I got, like... I got a little excited. But then... But I really should have known better because I know she's too busy to do them. Yeah. Our original plan was to have, like, me, Travis, and Claire rotating hosts like we do, like... Oh, that'd be so minutes. fun! Travis got busy with work and then yeah, in I'm I'm very apart, happy with this. Good. I'm you, glad. I'm I, I'm tickled pink to be able to do this for you. Because this podcast means the world to me, so I'm happy we could do anything heart. for you. Also, well, no one else replied to the message. But listen, that means he still wanted the job. I might have I here. still might have picked you. I mean could have. Over anyone people. else, I was, I remember that story, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be fun, right?" But, but I think I, a lot of people thought that. And shoot or just shoot, anything. just yeah. takes a giant white man with confidence to yeah. say yes. And I uh, hated asking because it feels narcissistic. Fair, that, I I understand that logic, but to you ask. shouldn't feel that way. But it's too late. Anyways, again, thank you, Sarah, for thank five years Dan. of excellent con- content. Sarah, do you have anything to plug? Oh yeah, my god! You hey, can, guys, can you please subscribe and please. also leave an iTunes review? Yeah, uh, because, five stars because it really helps. And a review, like just write. You can just write. It's a funny show. Like this you, is you don't not have to background, be background, and it you, is fast. Yes, but not just background noise. Uh, reviews actually help podcast chart. So actually, today, Friday, um, if <laughs> everyone leaves a review. It'll be an influx of reviews that will help me go up on the charts. And that's what, and it's also my birthday next week. Turning oh shit. 35. This is your birthday present. So it's a birthday present to me for you to do that. If you can't leave a review, share it with a friend, tell a friend, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me. That's my love language. I will literally get off on it. This plug so is two hours please too late. Do it. <laughs> Three uh, hours too Other late. than that, Sarah Mackle on Twitter or Twitter, Instagram. Instagram. I am on Twitter too, Sarah McClellan. Um, I talk a lot about how I I'm not enjoying comedy. <laughs> it's a little more honest on Twitter. <laughs> um, uh, and thank you, Dan, for everything. Dan, please plug your shit. Um, you got a plug. You did all this work. Check out my album, Last Call, and uh, check out uh, Claire's album, uh, The Entire Cabbage. Cabbage. Is this coming out this Friday? On Friday, yeah, yeah. maybe. I'm turning and this around quick. Those shows a good robot yeah. this week. Oh um, my god, yes. Go see. Yeah, come to Good Robot. The tickets are probably already sold out, to be honest with you. Well, oh, really? But uh, I mean, I think they're going to sell real quick. There's only 70 tickets for two nights. Can you come to Karaoke Room after? On Saturday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we'll be there. Okay. 100%. And um, we just want to plug Sarah's karaoke. Yeah. It's Sarah's karaoke. <laughs> Which will probably be <laughs> yeah, over just, the uh, guideline of. Yeah. <laughs> just recommend on. Intoxicated to fucking. Uh, Please do, a guys. I, Everyone support local, but. Uh, Fucking step up and support local. It's podcasts. just such a small thing to do. Even just the share, like it's it's simple little steps that really make a difference. Yeah. 
And Claire, you're also at Yuck Yucks, aren't you? March 4th. 4th. Tonight. Only. Tonight she's oh, at yeah. Yuck Yucks. Oh, is it? Oh, oh wait, no. this March? Not next, tonight. <laughs> next week Whoops. from today. <laughs> In a week she'll be at. Yikes. Okay, be at so Yuck March 4th, Claire Belford's at Yuck Yucks. She's one of the best comics east of Montreal. Please go check her out. Who's with you, Mar- or Claire? I'm not sure no one knows who no cares knows. it's but only you, you have two chances to see these two wonderful uh comedians who i love very much and encourage you to go see they are extremely funny and you won't regret it <laughs> no oh no you don't regret a show you go to see no us. all right we're done i'm gonna ring my own bell on my own show dang it baby five times three four five i kept going we're done six seasons in a movie yes six seasons in a movie thank you for listening to the intoxicated podcast if you enjoyed this week's episode make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on apple podcasts You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life. Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.